And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blaze Dave, and I'm with... Spicy Mike. My other host. We are the hostess with the mostess. Hostesses with the mostess. Yeah, we're back for another fantastic episode, Mickey. It's been a while since we've done one, isn't it? It has. It's been a few days. We had, we had, mm. a, we had a lot of stuff going on, though. Yeah, we yeah. Had, we, we, we had a lot of work, and then we had just, um, obviously, just... Just personal stuff. Just living. Just living. Yeah, living. Or, or work and no play. Or work and no play, that's it. Makes but we definitely enjoy doing it. <laughs> and as I said, we're, we're back by popular demand. Back by popular demand. Who's who's asking for us, Michael? Jeez, I, we, I think we have, we have friends uh, we have friends in Australia that are listening to us. Mm. Um, we have Canada. We have, we have America. We have France. We have... Uh, bonjour, bonjour. Yeah, bonjour, bonjour. Ça va? Yeah, because that's kind of anger. It actually tells you all your uh, analytics, like who's listening and what, what, how, and what percentage. Welcome all. Thank you very much. Yes. So um, we have been discussing, well, we've been chatting on the last couple of episodes. We've mentioned it about maybe doing one about psychedelics, remedies, Natu- natural cures, the kind of that kind of that kind of line of line of chat, Mickey. Yeah, definitely. Um, time before Big Pharma. Oh, Big Pharma, man. Fucked us um, all. Yeah. And and the war on drugs and all that kind of stuff now, mm. you know what I mean. I find it very interesting. I don't have that many. I don't really. Yeah, I don't really have m- that much experience with psychedelics, but I do find the whole thing very interesting, um, because there does seem to be scientific proof that psychedelics can be very, very beneficial, very useful, very helpful. For, um, yeah, for different, for different, for like, different things, and like controlled, controlled experiments, um, especially you know, mm. um, that, so that's 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 one of the points I'm going to go on to. Yeah. Um, I thought I, I would start with um we were like we back in ancient Egypt. What they would have done before we had the likes of penicillin and oh. panadol and that's what I wanted to delve in first. How did how did they do it before we before we were doing it now? Like yeah, there's gonna be a lot of me asking questions and a lot of Mick chatting. I think <laughs> 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 this is Mick's speciality here. Well, so I wouldn't say it's my speciality. Like um, it's something I would love to do in, in the future. Would definitely be one on like ancient civilizations and mm. and you know what I mean. Um. Well, we might do one because we do have a guy only across the road from us. We, we found out we do. We have uh, we have a friend. Uh, I, I have a friend across the road, and uh, his dad. His dad, yeah, his, I was mad into ancient Egypt and ancient and pyramids. Apparently, told me he would blow my mind, and I and we asked him to come on, but he said he wants to meet us a few more times first. Yeah, have a, yeah, have a w- w- one or two beers with him, have we chat? But That's it. Yeah, I, I, but see, I we we learned so much from that man too. Getting him on, having the chats, I, I just find it so fascinating too. That's what it's all about. Yeah, definitely, man. So, so that's what it's all about. Learning the way about maybe taking someone else's opinion. Um, you know, as again, you don't have to take whatever whatever we say is fact. Um th- 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 this is just our opinion on it. Uh, opinion from on what on we've looked at and researched. So yeah, you can do your own independent research and say, you know, yep. look up yourselves, guys, if you're interested. Um the only thing I kind of can bring to the conversation is um would be the McKenna brothers, more so Terence McKenna, Lil Bill and Dennis. They were considered the the forefathers of, you know, the likes of psychedelics looking at yeah, psychedelics and um getting them into society and the benefits of them and dmt as well was a massive thing with terence mckenna um but yeah we can get into that later on but um yeah i'm very interested here about this uh ancient egypt stuff man An- and what they used to do back in the day ancient egypt um look even man at how the way we start off with with with, with the dead and how to preserve the dead Mummification. Oh yes, yes. Embalming. Did they embalm Emba- them? Yeah, they embalmed them. Um, they were they were um they were soaked in salts, dehydrated and wrapped and stuff. And like when they went through and they take off the wraps, some of them preserved very well for how old they were. So mm. you know what I mean. They had knowledge of 
of being able to preserve stuff um, and just, just kind of use whatever they had to hand. Um, they would have had plants, they would have had like the likes of animal remains, so they made stuff from certain types of animals, rib bones from certain animals, also, you know. Mm. They would have eaten things, but eaten a lot of brain, uh, anim brain uh, like uh, brains from animals and stuff, because they believe it would cure a lot of diseases. A lot of it was hocus pocus. I was going to say, did that actually fucking a lot cure? Of it, a lot of it was hocus pocus, but but they were on to some, some of the uh, side effects. Well, it would, it would have calmed some of the side effects from. from uh, uh, certain um, illnesses like that that they would have had. All right, okay. Um, another one, another big one that would have used was honey. They use honey, honey all the time. You do hear honey is meant to be really good for you. Honey is ridiculously good for you. Um, but they found like jars of honey in in the tombs and in, in the pyramids, and they were it was still edible. Like you could still eat it. Really? Uh, yeah, I swear to God, yeah, thousands. And years. how were they contained in like a glass? They were just contained in, like a a jar or something. And it was just airtight and it just uh, now a calcium. Like if you ever left honey in the back of a, of a press, it was pure hard. Like mm. throw it out there into a pot of hot water, man. Take the lid off and give it two or three minutes, man. Turn it straight back to honey. Class. Yeah, and um, so does it ever expire? No. Depending no. on the environment. Depending on the environment, if you could, mm. like, you could, like, it, it would always be good to eat as long as you kept it, like, airtight and sanit and, uh, like, sanitized and no bacteria would get into it. Yeah. It would just survive, like. Fuck. It's an unperishable, like. Honey's class, though. Honey is good. Um, uh, do you ever hear of the Eber pra uh, Pragus? No. This is, uh, it's, it's the oldest recorded medical diary or medical records like stuff that they stored medical um ad advice on right over uh, over eight, 800 remedies for all different types of things and um, uh, powders that they would mix it was in the f um i think it was 1500 bc uh so yeah it's, it's about 110 pages 20 meters long big roll big big script like and that's what they stored all our information on same as we would put medical information on online or in yeah, a, a file, yeah or, or, way or, or, or on a book storing yeah, uh, they had uh, yeah it's it's the, the stuff they had on it they had stuff for birth control they had stuff for um it's ailments uh, pain reliefs and, uh, and did all these things they have written down actually work a lot of them a lot of them did work and they actually done tests uh has anyone ever heard of the, what ancient egypts would use for birth control birth control Fuck no! Back right. then as well. Oh, what That's is this? It is. It's kind of mank. Uh, no, it's there's no kind about it. It is mank. Crocodile dung, honey, dates, and wool, and that would be turned into a paste and then smeared into the vagina, and that would stop any babies being conceived. What the fuck? Yep. And did it actually work? And they tested it. It was only this year where they actually went along and tested it, and it actually worked. It's not super effective, but it works. What do you mean it's not super effective, but it works? Not, so as, not as effective as birth control we have today. Oh, okay, but for okay. back in the day, yeah. it did work. Like what the one? What the yeah. fuck was and that? And like what they used um, for condoms, they used uh, was it like sheep intestine or something like that there. And a sheep's intestine. Sheep, sheep's intestine, and another thing they would have used, uh, believe it or not, would have been linen condoms. Linen condoms. Yeah, linen, whatever kind of way they don't post this to, they would it would hold it. Oh, um, I would like to be a female back in ancient Egypt, and, man. And, Fuck and that. Another thing is you need to look at what the ancient diet was. Uh, what the ancient Egypts would have ate. A lot of honey, a lot of beers, a lot of breads. And that's essentially it. And they didn't have really good healthcare. Uh, some of them would, the wealthy ones would have, 
um, a wee bit better healthcare than the poor, but the poor very rarely brush their teeth. Like some of them would find a way of brushing, maybe like some abrasive powder and use like maybe something like bamboo thing, and it would that's how they would brush their teeth. Um, so a lot of them ended up with really really bad teeth, but also diabetes. Diabetes. Eating a lot of uh, sweet, sweet, and just and honey and beers and breads. It was it wasn't it's not a super good diet. Like no. they, would, they wouldn't eat meat. Uh, meat would only be for the rich. Like the re- the rich only would eat very rare, very rare. Maybe certain <coughs> occasions that they would e- eat meat because they couldn't just couldn't afford it. Fuck. Yeah. Um. So yeah, for diabetes, they would use things like elderberry, uh, an aspit, uh, plant. It's a type of plant, or an asset. Now. The definition of an aspirin plant is lost, but it's it's named so many times in this um, Eber pra- uh, Pragas, but they don't know what the plant is. It was drawn out for them, but they can't figure it out. So it's called mm. an, an asset uh, plant. Um, milk and beer swirl. Milk and beer swirl? Yeah. You have to admire their kind of uh, inventiveness. Just to man, throw what, whatever they had there, like um, shit together. cucumber and dates and stuff like that, they would have been used for the likes of uh, diabetes and stuff. Uh, and then going on to them because of their teeth, uh, their dentistry. <laughs> um, the rich would have got uh, kind of fillings, but it would have been metal fillings. Mm. Uh, a lot of it was a, lo- a hack job, man. You, you oh. consider they probably didn't have a wide lot of um, anesthesia. Like, you think the dentists are bad nowadays, boys. If you are afraid of the yeah. dentists, I'm not like, imagine it back they have then. The wee, they have the wheelie electric drills. You're in there for half oh. an hour. They can done. numb the pain. This thing, these boys here would have been going at this for hours. Um, I know, it's nothing to numb the pain with. Yeah, they would... Uh, Loose teeth would be pulled or they'd be even filled with uh, honey and barley. Honey? And barley. <laughs> Oh my god, you're rotting the teeth like. Yeah. Um Why honey, I wonder. Don't know, man. And That's then they would have had they would have different types of mouth mouth rinses, like um teas that were in you know, eucalyptus and what mint. like Listerine kind of a job. Listerine kind of job. Mouthwash. Yeah, they would have had like a mouthwash kind of thing going on there as well. What the fuck? Um teeth would have been wired, wired together. If they were say if they thought they were gonna fall out and they needed the teeth. They would have literally drilled a little hole. Imagine like your two front teeth oh. were going to fall out. They would have drilled maybe four holes, your two front teeth and one each side. And then they would have wired like copper and stuff and just wired it together. Jeez, these boys learn as they go. Like, Dude, like go uh, go on Google, man, and, and have a look at uh, ancient dentistry. And you'll, you'll have a fair idea. And you think yeah, you think dentists we have are, are, are sore to go to today. Let's, let's see, do, 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 do you get a wee look at it? I'm I'm just gonna have a little little flick here. Jesus, <laughs> isn't it rough? Like rough, rough is one word to put it. Like isn't it bad? It's like it's like torture, man. <laughs> yeah, they would have wired wired teeth together. Oh yeah, they look at that there. It's like all the bottom teeth are wired with this with this copper kind yeah, of wiring. Yeah, right through all the way. Um, and another thing then they would have they would have. Fill them, file them, and fucking do what I had certain types of implants and stuff that they put in as well. They were not. Uh, another thing that the ancient Egypts would have done was bloodletting. Bloodletting. You ever hear of bloodletting? You ever what hear? Do you ever fuck? hear of um, a type of bloodletting? I suppose uh, leech leech therapy. You know people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Same same, same mm. kind of idea is that you're removing blood from the body, and they didn't. They said they didn't have the likes of X-ray machines or anything like that. Like. So they would only, they were just going on, on, on what they taught and knew, and I think their their perception was that they would drain bad blood from the body, and allow your body to produce new, new fresh clean, blood, fresh blood. 
Right, okay. Uh, they would have done this a lot to people that would have suffered from mental health back in the day because they thought it was blab blood in their body that was turning oh them God. mental and they would blood oh. bloodletting them. Um, Jesus. They're like learning as they go with all these things, um, man. People that would have went through that maybe a different a type of surgery um, and after an infection set in, infections, they would, they, they thought an infection was bad blood so they drained the blood from the body and just until he was barely alive and let his body recuperate and make more blood often they died like but <laughs> no shit yeah no blood no li- no living yeah. Uh, yeah and then man they also would have done it then for s- just basic surgery as well they revoked believers and bloodletting uh, for headaches and stuff like that they believe the pr- a headache was a build up of pressure of too much blood and they would they would release blood from the body and apparently that would relieve the pressure in the head and um, yeah, and cramps and stuff like that as well Like, but you think they do these things for a while and then, and then it, you look like right okay 20 lads have died here. This clearly isn't fucking working. Maybe some people bled out too much. Um, For them to keep on trying it and thinking, no, this is the way it's done. This is right. And it's not, you're not getting... They were probably letting so little blood and maybe the person met a a recuperation anyways. They'd probably just put two and one and two together and come out with... Five. Five. But thought (laughs) it was, thought it was a tree. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, like in fairness, the, these guys are, are one of the first well, ones around. They're tr- they're learning as they go, and they've nothing really to go off. Thousands of years, like, but um, they yeah, this, this this was all recorded. Um, another thing was was uh, if you imagine breaking your bone back in the day, oh, how do you think they would have dealt with a broken bone? How do you deal with a broken bone today? Is you go get an X-ray if the bad snap, it's usually Surgery. screwed together yeah, with screwed. plates and all that kind of shit. Nah. Oh man, I don't nah. even. I can't even imagine what um, they did. Look back at so the way the emperors are perceived are these perfect, you know, uh, strong um, emperors and stuff. But then what you when you read back through the diaries, how horribly the forms a lot of them were and seriously inbred uh, and all the serfs. Oh. So this is where all like the dentistry would have come in where they had overbites and all these serious conditions. And they were. F- Epilepsy and also sure. epilepsy. They literally thought was just uh, like the devil inside you. They just that's exactly oh, what they thought epilepsy was, and they were letting out their blood and stuff, thinking it was helping them. And, or maybe people with psychotic breaks and mental, uh, you know, mental illnesses and stuff. That's exactly what what, what they were doing to them. Like, but they're also heirs to the throne, as well. Like, um, so that's it. Trying to keep the fucking bloodline pure and shit, and doing this inbred shit. Yeah. Um. So bone. What? Whenever you broke a bone, you were going to a bone setter. And a bone setter would just try his dear hardest to set the bones nice and straight just by feeling them and put you in a cast or a stent. Uh, and yeah. Just work your hand, work his hand all over your break. But uh, that's when you go back to, yeah, work now, we'd like work it and then splint it in the place and just hope that you didn't move it or anything. Mm. And when you go back and you look at um, the things, there's like, uh, because of some of the um, impurities in their, in their bloods, you know, the um, ancient Egypts. Horribly inbred, they would have bad bones and stuff, so they would have fell and broken their legs and stuff like that there, and then the legs were just horribly reset, and they had all crippled legs and stuff like that there because they didn't set right. And compound fractures almost almost led to a death, but if it was an internal fracture, they were Jesus probably left with a gang arm. Yeah, but man, you know, trying to do what, what they could back in the day, like. <laughs> That's mad though, isn't it? I thought they'd be a little bit more fucking advanced. In a, in, a, in a sense, you know, you look at the pyramids and all that kind of shit, but then again, apparently, I think the pyramids might have been there before even the fucking Egyptian, Egyptians were... This is it. Then they kind of just made it their own, or... Anyone that tells you they know how the pyramids are made are fucking lying, because mm. we don't. We don't. We only have good good theories. Um, Do you no think the Egyptians actually made the pyramids? I don't know. 
Uh, I would like to hope that if they, that they were around. The only reason I would like to hope that they were the Egyptian man because it makes Newgrange older. <laughs> I well, I probably think it is older man. You know, yeah. how old do they say Newgrange is? Couple of couple thousand years. Couple of thousand. Like, well, they, they reckon the pyramids older than what they tell us. Yeah. And there's evidence suggesting now they're over like twelve thousand years old or some shit. Well, it's strange that they never that they well maybe they, they have kept records of of where of where they, they made them but um you know they maybe they're lost or were destroyed or stolen or something yeah well yeah. I I would have always been like oh I'd love to be back in ancient Egypt back in the day and now after hearing this I'm just like hold on a minute yeah wait a minute they were so <laughs> they were so fucking far behind man <laughs> you know like with all that kind of stuff that. You know, a little toothache or a little break could be absolutely detrimental to you. Yeah, and that's it, it like. could be it's just you'd suffer like, because it's <laughs> nothing. No anesthesia. Rub no a bit man. of honey here on your wound and the fucking. That's literally <laughs> what they were doing, man. It was honey. Honey was for everything, <laughs> like honey on wounds, honey on cuts and stuff like that. There. That birth control things, man. But maybe you see that pace they put up themselves. Maybe it just stopped, blocked like the spurt. Like, mm? I don't know. Was it cleaned out? Or I think it was only left in for a certain amount of time, and then it was cleaned out, and then it would, however, let's say you left them for like six hours or four hours or something. Mm. Whatever that would do to the womb, it would just make the sperm infertile or something like that. There. I'm yeah, not too say sure. It would stop the sperm from getting to the egg. I don't know. I don't know. Um, another thing, just I want to go back to bloodletting. Um, this onion soup. You hear what? When people would have got this, I would have told uh, if someone was bleeding internally. So say there was uh, they were fighting or was war or accent whatever, and someone was impaled, and they thought, oh, it doesn't look good, and they they would feed them really really strong onion soup, and then they would smell the wound, and if they could smell the onion soup through the wound it meant that they were bleeding internally now that is smart stuff like that there so they were ahead in their, uh, they were ahead that is you know what I mean smart yeah fairness um, that's that's good that's a good idea yeah uh, but that they used that there like right back in then ancient druids and stuff they used it here in Ireland and um, yeah hmm uh, when you go back to then uh, what is it, what is going to my next stage then was going to be like remedies that we would have heard from our grandparents and stuff like that there um, you just know that uh, anyone that's been listening already that my family come from a f- like a line of cures mm. and stuff like that there we we have actually a cure in the room at the minute uh, i think we spoke last time about it as well um we have steven we have steven in the room us uh, another housemate but um the next one that was going to be natural remedies uh what i want to go on to so you just know about cures uh like my granny and grand that have certain cures grand that can stop the cure of bleeding yeah uh, piles uh warts all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. Um, another thing that Granny would have made for us and for uh, her children was would have been cough a cough medicine. Oh, made it from scratch. Made it from scratch. No capo for you, boy. And I still use it. I still make it sometimes if I get a really really bad flu. Get away. Yep, yeah, and it's uh, it's it's a half it's a half cup of uh, honey, a half cup of vinegar, white white vinegar, mm. uh, and then you're putting in a wee bit of um, turmeric and ginger. And if you want to sweet it up, you could put in a bit of brown brown sugar. You put this all into like a jar, same thing, jar into a pot with some water around it and heat it up very, very slowly and just keep mixing all together and finally it just comes into one big mixture. Still st- still sounds like you're talking about ancient Egypts, man. The honey and... Yeah, yeah, no, but... I swear to God, I would take it there two or three times uh, a day and yeah, I would clear, clear it up in no time. Get away, man. Yep. Fuck, I'm going to try that some of the days that now. There, that there and a hot whiskey. And uh, you're, you're usually signed. A hot whiskey fixes everything. <laughs> well, you know this. The Irish hot whiskey especially. Can't be beat. Um, then look at the likes of 
benefits of green teas and stuff like that there as well. Yeah, green tea and herbal tea and all them kind of things is massive, man. Yeah. Them things are massive now, like. Yeah, uh, but they would have used them uh, back back in the time as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like it looks like a camline tea we still use today for yeah. time trying to relax down. You would have that before you go to bed. Green teas and stuff would be good for your belly and. Yeah, uh, lavender and all these different types. Exactly. Um, we have then obviously honey. Different types of honey. You ever hear of a manuka honey? Oh yes. Oh great. Expensive. Great. great. Yeah, but it's 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 serious Apparently stuff. It's serious serious stuff like manuka um, honey. Great yeah, healing I properties. I think manuka is actually a bush. I think, and the the way that they get the honey, I think the bees feed on a certain bush, and that produces manuka honey. Oh, okay, so it has to be a certain type of bush. Yeah, yeah, it, I'm pretty sure that manuka manuka is is a bush, and it's kept around the bees. The bees feed off exclusively that bush. Ah. Gives gives them all their nectar. And I don't know, is it just is it a really good plant or bush and um it has certain benefits to it and it follows through, follows the bees down through the through the, the honey. Interesting. Um I have a friend, really, really good friend, he's been a family friend, we call him Dinjo. Um he works as our company, so a new company out there at the minute man called Nectar. Uh I went Nectar, I'm gonna simplify it essentially with the, the, the product that they have is like um it's a saliva from bees. Whatever bees have in their saliva, uh, I can't get you any medical terms uh of or the names for it, but this stuff is revolutional. Uh it's 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 fixing a serious amount of things. Uh, he's done some tests on himself. He had uh, like a certain he had like a rash on his on his chest and he was using this steroid cream for like a week, no change. Uh, and he took a wee sample of the of the nectar home. And w- used it, and within two or three days, it was gone. They used it on cuts and stuff. Just people in the lab that are working. So only it was only a startup company a few years ago, and um, it, it's they're getting some serious um they're getting a serious name for themselves at the minute. A serious serious name. Fuck. The, uh, the the leaders of the company they were over in America there chatting to the top. I don't know what 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 a bee person's called. They're chatting to the top fellow over there, and they said that a lot of the bee colonies in America were absolutely devastated. Like. Mm. They lost like was it like seventy or eighty percent of their of their colonies, mm-hmm. uh, and it's got to do with, like the likes of pesticides and all that there. So they were giving this stuff to the bees, and apparently what it was doing is um there was this there uh, certain um, par- um what well, a parasite um bacteria virus you call it a virus pesticide uh, but it would it would cause like a disease in the bees and most of the bees would die. Oh, something like to do with the wings or something, wasn't it? I'm, no? not too, I'm not too sure what, what, what it was. The name of but, the thing. But they gave it to them anyways, and 50% of them survived just from this air. So, Jesus. you know what I mean? So now they're looking at a lot of funding. The US the US are really taking them on. Like, so Fucking right. Yeah, they're about to get really big. L- like. Lots of healing properties. Um, like. Another thing that they're looking at is the legs. You know when someone's about to lose a limb with diabetes? Mm. They're apparently, they're can treat, they can treat the limb with the air and it will save the limb. Whatever this, whatever this thing, apparently it's magical. Like, Fuck. Yeah, it's like it's an as Ryan said, it's like imagine you're just uh the first man was just given a shovel and he said dig and then he realized what was under the ground and just kept digging. They it's don't like, oh they wow. don't know what what they have at the minute. They just know it is it could be anything. Like they've found so many uses for it. Jesus, they're gonna keep on just like testing the waters and everything's gonna be uh, a new kind of experiment for them. Kinda yeah, just test on s- and, and see see what 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 does it work on at the minute. That's mad. Yeah, but you you're on about the Moonhook honey. It's made in Australia and New Zealand by B that pollinate the native manuka bush. And I would say it can treat wounds and infections and other conditions. Honey has been used since ancient times to treat multiple conditions and it wasn't until late 19th century that researchers discovered that honey has natural antibacterial qualities. 
Honey protects against damage caused by bacteria. Some also boost production of special cells that can repair tissue damaged tissue damaged by infection. And honey is anti-inflammatory action that can quickly ease pain and inflammation. There you go. But it says no honey is the same. Antibacterial quality of honey depends on the type of honey as well as how it's harvested. Yeah. Wow. You ever see the what China done? China flooded the market with fake honey. China. China. Um. Yeah. It was on a sort. Um. It was on um a Netflix kind of series called Rotten Money, and one of them was got to do with honey and how they literally they were making this fake honey where they were, they were watering it down or adding oh, this thing to it sake. and selling it, you know? as, selling it as 100% real honey. Is this in the States? Well, they sold it to the States, like. Fuck's sake. Yeah, and then there was this big thing then where, like, there were, because all the honey was saying 100% honey and they were literally pulling out tests and there was, like, it was, like, 40 or 50% honey and the rest of it was crap, like. Oh, so they keep lying to you, keep believing the lies. This is it. <laughs> this is it, man. When will we learn? <laughs> Um, so then when it came to natural remedies, uh, and do you have any natural remedies that you have in your family or anything, anything that, 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 that you would do? Don't think so, man. Like I said, we have my, um, uh, my dad's cousin, Francis, and he'd be onto cures and remedies and stuff. And if there ever was something, we'd probably go to him, but I wouldn't know any now off the top of my head or not. It wasn't really introduced now when I was younger or anything, yeah. but actual things made from scratch that you could actually my actually my granny was a massive believer in the aloe vera plant she yeah. would use a lot of um like you can you can get the get the leaf of the aloe vera plant and you can like squeeze out the gel or whatever stuff is in it mm-hmm. and she used to be a mad believer in like putting that on like different cuts and things and it yeah. worked it did work and my mom was mad into um tea tree oil tea tree oil is another good one too yeah. yeah she swore by the bloody tea tree oil for for anything for acne for a fucking lots of different shit but yeah be, why would you would you've gotten out a lot from your grandparents or anything or just things that mum would have said to us and we never even second second guessed it like right um, oh another thing that we would have done for drawn out infections is called a bread bread poultice bread poultice fuck? is white literally like you know white pan bread yeah uh that there i think it's hot water and a bit of baking soda and it's squeezed out slightly. Uh, I had to get it done to my toe once. I kicked, not on purpose, like, but I kicked um, <laughs> I kicked a weight, uh, like a barbell in my, in my, oh. in my cousin's room and it bust, my, the bust, bust my toe wide open. It was fucking, and I was like limping on it. It was sore. And then the next day I was getting really like dirty looking and my uncle met it for me. Uh, I was only young enough when he met it. But yeah, I bred poultice and I was put, put, put the toe and wrapped around them with a bandage. You leave it on for like a day and a bit. And it works. Uh, whatever it does, man. See when you it, the the color of it when you pull it out. Whatever it is about maybe the bread drying up or something like it there, <laughs> or the bread um the bread like you know drying out and maybe it's the baking soda whatever it is but it draws everything out from the wound and the the toe looked absolutely fine. The toe looked like a wet toe with a cut on it and the bread was like green and yellow and disgusting. Sucks looking. out all the bacterial sucks dirty. Out, sucks out all the shit out of it. Like Fuck. yeah, so we use that on cuts and stuff like it there. So simple, like. They yeah, and so something you never even think to do it yourself, like yeah. All the most people rush around to the shops to get a cream, like. Well, this is it. They, these fucking things are like dying out, man. Yeah. Unfortunately, because yeah. pharmaceuticals that's and that, the government's providing all this good stuff that's gonna make you better. Big pharma, but like it's not. Um, another one. The big pharma's capitalized on is um cancer. Oh man, right. alive. Uh, it's suppressing oh. treatments and stuff like that. There. Big time. Um, Big time. Guys, there is a very, very good documentary. Hopefully, it's still up on YouTube. And it's called The Business of Cancer. And it's done by Sonia Poulton, who's like an investigative journalist. And I mean, the stuff that she finds and researches and figures out about cancer 
is shocking, uh, especially as she gets into natural remedies with cannabis, uh, CBD oil, um, and has people on as well interviewed that were cancer patients that have actually got rid of their cancer or cured themselves from their cancer from natural remedies and from not going into the NHS and not getting the drugs and even though there was a lot of backlash and the hospital were fighting them to come in and get their tre chemo tre treatment and all the rest of it when it was really devastating to them and they were figuring that out and they're like, hold on, I want to try an alternative here because this here is not working for me, it's not helping, it's making things worse. Yeah, very interesting, man, and the amount of fucking money in it. Well... Is madness. I've 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 I have a story for you when it when it comes uh, when it comes to cancer and using different types of treatments. Um, I I would have lost an auntie to cancer like, mm. uh, devastating first auntie. Kind of we would have lost in the family. Thankfully, there was no more deaths for a while. But uh, the next one that would have died in the family would have been my two wee sisters. They have a different dad to myself, <laughs> and um. He he ended up getting bowel cancer, and he got really really bad bowel cancer, and um. I remember seeing him from, like, he would have had a big belly, like a big belly on him, nice big neck, but that was always John, you know what I mean? He was just, worked, worked behind a bar, he was a chef, he was, you know, fantastic cooked, he had his Indians and whatever, like, um, but when he, when he got the cancer, man, I remember the first time I went up and seen him, and he was just, like, skin and bone, this is after his first dose of chemo, and it absolutely stuck him to the bed, he, he had a hospital bed, and his, he refused to stay in the hospital, uh, and the pre pre pretty much got a hospital bed put into his home, uh, in his home down in Glenties, and um, that was grand. He was trying his best. The girls were coming down to see him and stuff like that there, but you're just diminishing and diminishing, like, and eventually, during his own research, uh, after his first thing of chemo, completely stopped it. Stopped doing chemo altogether, and he rented the house next to him and filled it with plants, cannabis plants. Fair play. Top to bottom, man top to bottom and he had them growing uh, on his windowsills and he lived in like a wee estate and even like the nurse was coming to look after him and you know she would she'd be sent in once a day like and he would be asking her to move the plants from the front of the house to the back of the house to get the light and all that certain the nurse didn't know what to make of it like but um he he went off it and he started juicing the the cannabis and making cannabis oil a little bit and he done uh, from being given that the last time when we went on when he was on the chemo we were told he had a couple of weeks and we were preparing our goodbyes, and he was, you know, getting very emotional with us and stuff like that there. And then when he decided to do this, he'd done three and a half, maybe four years. Whoa. Three and a half, four years, and he was up out of bed walking, driving, had a, got a part-time job, was eating his Indians and stuff again, had gained a wee bit of a belly, and he met his time for the girls, like... He was four years is, is a substantial amount. From, from them being prepared to say goodbye to him four years ago, and then for him to do another four years with them and be closer than ever because he was able to get up and drive and go wherever he wanted to go and he had said he would put he got back on the road again and he was able to come down uh, and that's actually what changed my whole family's opinion of of cannabis back then really think, yeah oh would though it would yeah you see firsthand we have photos of him with all his plants and a big smile on his face and it's, it's lovely to see like oh, i seen that picture and he has the wee socks on him too man. yeah exactly yeah <laughs> um but Class. i see he, he'd never smoke it um i I've always, I've always, I've always, I've always wanted to ask him for a bit, or I was always very tempted to take a bit, but I don't think I don't think I could ever take his medication that, that was saving his life. Yeah, and he would never offer it to me either. Like, but um, he wasn't viewing it as recreational at all. No, like. no, he was looking at something that he was using to potentially save his life, like, or at least um, maybe hopefully going to remission or something like that. There. And that's a class fucking a illegal drug, isn't it? Yeah, in this it country, is. it's um, disgusting, really. Another another one that another natural remedy would have been um, l uh, light roll which is essentially, it's like apricot seed. Oh. Yeah, and it's it's also known as 
bit uh, vitamin B seventeen, and this is oh, yes. this would have been used, and uh, some uh, like a lot of good documented cases of people going through remission and and their cancer completely stopping and stuff like that there from using it. Um, there's a story of a, an American doctor. I can't quite remember his name, but um, he was uh, what I think he might have worked in the hospital de- dealing with cancer patients or. Uh, but whatever he ended up when he came across this this vitamin B seventeen, it was like um yeah apricot seeds and nuts and pine nuts stuff that was all mixed in together, and he actually ended up taking people on to his ranch and used it as like a retreat and done like similar to like an ayahuasca trip where they would come on for a few days and this would come on they would have like to come a little back, ceremony little ceremony and they'd all be taking this sort of stuff and it was it was he was getting a lot of good records of these people getting better and going through remission and it's stopping uh-oh big farmer would not like that no big farmer didn't like it oh, and I'd say so. he was found on the ranch on uh, maybe just just outside his ranch hanging from a tree in a gimp suit get away yeah if hanging from a tree and they went down as accidental like suicide from uh, erotic asphyxiation. Accidental and suicide. And the wife had said never in their whole... And he was an old enough man when he, when he was doing this, and he said never has he ever expressed anything like that whatsoever. Uh, over out of, just always, out of the blue. Out of the blue. Next thing he was... And yeah. Made no sense. I think to try to make him look, look, look like a whack. Of course. Uh, another one that a lot of people would pray and swear by would be uh, vegan diets. Yeah, well they're they're massive now, man. They are massive. They're becoming a, a lot, a lot, a lot bigger. Huge. And um, a lot of people, cancers would do it as well. Right. Okay. And apparently, man, there's good good research to say that that, that it works. Well, um, they do say that about cancer. Um, you know that um, there's a doctor too. What is his name? I'm gonna have to look up his name. Um, he's also very very good. Um for again the natural nutrition and exercise he says is essential like st- state of mind kind of job like well he reckons it's essential for actually helping shrink the cancer your nutrition and he says sh- getting rid of sugar out of your diet altogether is a massive 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 um part of it yeah. because cancer absolutely loves and thrives of sugar it 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 loves it you take sugar out your diet the the cancer will will it's it's not going to it's not going to it's in not certain, like certain, it. certain cases like well in certain cases if you get it early enough but he um he backs up a lot of his his information in um oh he's a book as well i need to look up his name um yeah very very interesting but apparently he reckons exercise and diet is a massive factor for helping you beat cancer hmm. yeah yeah um another one that i looked at was um the common honeybee it's called the b12 honeybee it's the most common one. It's the one that we get here in Ireland. And it was the venom from that there that was used for women that had breast cancer and it would have injected with the venom from the V uh, from the B twelve honeybee and this would apparently shrink the bre- the the breast cancer and stuff like that there. We re- a lot of good uh researches that, that were used on it. Uh, another one then just on cannabis again would have been the uses for cannabis, the people would what people would use cannabis for. Um they would have used it for cancers. Whether what now in certain cases it would be to draw off the side effects of chemotherapy you know to improve their appetite improve their sleep improve the pain you know what i mean so it wouldn't maybe uh, be a cure for cancer but it was something that was used in cancer treatments people would use um another one would be epilepsy oh yeah big time uh, massive evidence with epilepsy man yep um so far as like we actually have uh, there's we have a few cancer or not can- uh, epilepsy patients in ireland that are by law they're allowed to take their and it's like it's like um it's like a cannabis oil, but it's like a, almost like a pritstick tube. 
and um, there was good videos of this. It was a young boy, and he was taking like an epileptic seizure, and he was, he was spazzing out on the floor properly, like having a fit. And the f and the father had um, put a pillow down on his head, and this is all on video. And then he pulls out this thing, and he rubs it on the bottom of his feet. And within thirty seconds, the boy had stopped having a seizure. Jesus. I uh, also used on animals as well. This this um this bam that would be rubbed into the bottom of the feet or into the you would put it in the inside of the tongue or something like that there you know because it was just a bam or you would have rubbed it around the, the lips and, the, and all that there and mm. apparently would have got it from that there as well, uh, and then they use cannabis then for the likes of anxiety, and and then you have uh, depression and stuff as well like obviously used in, in in the right mind frame. There's so many benefits to, to to cannabis. I mean, they have to keep the lid on it because the amount of money that they're making, otherwise through their means of what's making you better. Well, this is it, man. It's only legal in certain countries. Now, it's illegal here, um, but you can you can go to Spain and buy it. You can go to Amsterdam. You can go to the Netherlands and buy it. Lots um, of places. In the states, a lot of places in the states have it. Uh, certain parts of Spain have it and stuff like that as well. So. Yeah. No. The the benefits of cannabis now. I mean, the evidence is just so overwhelming that they can't really, you know try and censor anymore compared to what our parents are told about cannabis man oh we were told they absolute were, they were told misinformation with that yeah. shit uh, the, the way that they originally used to slander it was um, they, were, they were told and American Americans were told that it made white women dance with black men and it and, uh, and made the devil's music so oh. that, that's where blues uh, where it came from the devil's uh, lettuce yeah so utter bullshit uh just while we're on the topic, another one while we're going on just about drugs, as you said, you want to carry on then to do your psychedelics. Maybe you want to go into a wee bit of Terence, Terence McKenna and his brother Dennis, is it? Well, yeah, boy. Um, yeah, these guys were probably one of the first to kind of put out there the benefits to psychedelics. Before then, because the government, you know, was very much, you know, if you take the drugs, it's so bad for you. You'd be jumping out the window and you'd be killing yourself and your family and all this, you know, BS to it, like... Um, but yeah, Terence McKenna, um, he would be remembered best for um, his work as an activist and a spokesperson um, for the use of psychedelics and as, as well as a voice too, man, for the, the rave culture. This man was big into his, you know, traveling and he would have, uh, yeah, yeah, he, he would have uh, would have practiced uh, um, being a shaman as well. But um, he, yeah, he would have been a lecturer, he would have been an author. And um, he began studying shamanism um, after uh, being enrolled into a Tibetan folk religion class in college. So he was always kind of a week a bit out there, you could say, like, you know, yeah. looking alternative. up. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, even, even back then, this is back during like the 60s and stuff. But um, he would have been particularly known for his traveling as well, um, especially in the 60s and uh, like from even from his early 20s. Um, McKenna would have experienced with LSD out in San Francisco. And he even smuggled some hashish in from India. And uh, he this is this is one of the turning points for him that he went uh, on. He went with out to the Amazon with his brother, magic mushroom hunting. And uh, the experiences that he got there with the mushrooms really, uh, really interested him, really fascinated him, these things with the magic mushrooms. And uh, he, he would have then traveled out to Nepal again to pursue um, shamanism. He was very, very big into his nature and being, you know, connecting to nature and using psychedelics as well to get apart and connect with nature. Um, he arguably is the person to probably raise the most awareness about um, psychedelics and specifically uh, DMT. 
and he was an ardent supporter of um, introducing DMT, DMT into, into society and was a big believer of the benefits that you could get from um, DMT along with uh, the psilocybin mushrooms and ayahuasca. Um, he believed that DMT was like the ultimate like deification of existence where it basically means that it was defined existence like you take that stuff you you come out of it co like questioning this reality and what wh what we're told is is it is it is it is it is it true what the, cause the stuff it says about the reality you take these you know psychedelics it's kind of showing you a whole new different uh filter you're just like hold on a minute hmm yeah. hmm make you start questioning very yeah i think my my, my opinion on that there would be i think the like psychedelics think you're I think we've chatted about this before. Tune, you kind of tune into a different frequency, mm. a different kind of a different wavelength. Uh, you know what I mean? I think so. I, yeah, I reckon so. From from researching and reading, and David Icke was a massive one for that too about like frequency and vibration. That this is what happens and stuff like that. Um, but um, yeah, Terence McKenna and his mushrooms. He he then would have um, been smoking quite heavily, as in smoking the DMT. Um, quite heavy from like you know 1967 to 1994 he was yeah he was very very fond of his DMT and he uh, throughout these years he would have acquired many revelations many revelations and one of which emerged right from a hallucination is he discovered the entities known as what he called them um, machine elves M machine elves machine I've elves heard of this. I've heard of it these uh, entities that you encounter when you take a like whatever kind of place you have to get to when you're taking DMT. But yeah, people have documented these entities, what these are called machine elves, is the only way he could kind of describe it. So McKenna described it as these intelligent entities uh, as being like self-transforming. And he was able to conclude through his own um, psychedelic experiences that these entities' aim were to show people how to create using language. Mm. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah, man, yeah. Very, very interesting. Um, he had a lifelong interest in the effects of magic mushrooms, um, even from the early age of 10. After reading in Time, no, was it Times Magazine? Life Magazine, actually. It was Life Magazine. Um, an essay about magic mushrooms. And it's just absolutely fascinating from a young age. Um, and he turned his attention to mushrooms in the mid-70s and kind of became a passion for him. And he would have got a lot of help from his brother with this, Dennis, Dennis McKenna, who uh, Dennis is actually still alive, but unfortunately Terence has passed away. But, but Dennis and Terence actually developed a new technique for cultivating um, magic mushrooms. And they would have been the first, considered the first, to create a kind of a reliable method for cultivating these type of, type of mushrooms at home. And they actually wrote a book. They actually wrote a book on this. And it was considered a groundbreaking groundbreaking technique. Um, and the book was called Silver Cybern, Magic Mushrooms, Grower's Guide. And although their work and uh, the praise, their praise on the use of magic mushrooms have often been criticized in mainstream media big time, the book sold, sold over 100,000 copies. So it hit a fucking nerve, clearly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They hit a nerve, and I think they were onto something big time. Big, big time. Clearly now, because you see how far we've come now with, with, with yeah. magic mushrooms. Yeah, um, but these two were the first kind of boys to start kind of looking into the, into magic mushrooms and the benefits and, yeah, how special they can be, Mickey. Exactly. Um, so 
what Terence wanted to do with Magic Mushrooms, really, was to prove that they were actually the missing link in the history of human evolution. He believed that, you know, we came from apes and whatever else, that they got their intelligence and humanistic traits and developed as humans by taking these mushrooms. I've, I've heard of this theory before. Have you? I've heard, yeah, yeah. Um, the stone ape theory. You read that there? Oh, I think Joe Rogan has touched on this before, so, man. Stone not meaning cannabis. Stone meaning as in tripping out in magic mushrooms. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, he 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 touched on it a wee bit before, so we did. Oh, okay, okay. I think I think there is an episode he had. He has some guy on, and uh, they do chat about that so in Ape Three, but yeah, yeah, I haven't. Uh, I can't really remember. So psychedelics, um, they allowed McKenna to blend his spirituality of shamanism with his understanding of the world. And McKenna used his multiple experiences with psychedelics to educate others, and often took part in public talks promoting psychedelics. And uh, unfortunately, Terence did pass away uh, in April uh, in 2000. Um, he had suffered from bad migraines for the majority of his life. And there was one episode of a migraine that was different from the others. He had a severe, severe episode and was taken hospital. And mistakenly, they thought he actually uh, overdosed on drugs. But yeah, yeah, mistakenly. But did a brain scan and seen that he had a really, really rare form of brain cancer. And he was given six months. Six months to, to live. And uh, through his studies and his beliefs, McKenna, you know, coped with the idea of death the best he could. Um, and he stated that taking um, shamic drugs and spending your life studying philosophy is basically a meditation on death. Yep. Yeah, yeah it's very, it's, you know, one way to look at it, you know. It um, is, well, preparing yourself, you know what I mean? Getting as mm. spiritual as you can be, getting in touch with nature and this, and this world as you can. Yeah, and, and be prepared to leave it and go to wherever you go afterwards. Yeah, I would love to have met Terence and chatted to him. It sounds like such a fascinating character. Um, and um, finish off from Terence, one of his famous quotes, quote I really really like as well. Um, he said, he said that um, psychedelics are illegal, not because a loving government is concerned that you may jump out of a third story window. Psychedelics are illegal because they dissolve opinion structures and culturally laid down models of behavior and information processing. They open up, you, they open you up to the possibility that everything you know is wrong. I think that's just such a, just a fascinating quote there that, he, that, that Terence has said. It's just, you know, they really did, you know, the whole, you can go into the war on drugs and they really did push this whole, you know, narrative of psychedelics. Um, and it, you know, from looking into and studying, it seems to be quite the opposite. Well, this is it, man. Um, uh, someone that would have come a week before um, Terence, you would say he was around the 1960s uh, and 70s and mm, stuff, mm. Um, would have been uh, Albert Hoffman. You remember Albert Hoffman? Um, was that the guy that discovered uh, LSD? LSD. And yeah, he, he was the first one to synthesize, like, uh, synthesize uh, psilocybin. Essentially, so psilocybin is the thing that gives you the the psychedelic effect of shroom, like you know tripping out, seeing you know stuff that's kind of wee bit swirly or feel certain things or going to these different realms and stuff. Um, I would have done a lot of psychedelics, um, as 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 you know, 
Um, I would have I would have been I would have delved into a, a lot of different types of drugs, not not out of pure addiction, just out of pure curiosity. Um, I would never go and do a really really hard drug that I knew would really mess me up. Like I wouldn't go and do heroin or crack or something like that. There, but I would I would I would have delved into the um, the likes of acid, and I would have delved into magic mushrooms, and I would have done I would have done DMT. Um, oh right. Yeah no yeah I've um I've I, I, something I'll go on to. Um, so oh interesting man. Yeah no and I've a little I've, surprises from Spicy Mac. This is it man. I don't I said, man. I don't tell a lot of people about them. I I go on well, the, I, I there, try, is there is a stigma. There is there is there is a stigma about it, and I don't like the stigmas. The thing is, I'm using this purely for my own, for my own, just curiosity, just see what, wh- where, where can this go? I said I'm not religious, but I'm very spiritual, mm. uh, and I want, I want to know as, as much about this earth as I can, but not just much about this earth, as much about myself as I can as well. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, with the with the ayahuasca and the mushrooms, there definitely seems to be a massive spiritual tie to that and especially um the ayahuasca and you look at the tribes and stuff that do it and there's this whole like three day ceremony and yep. cleansing your body out of all the you know bad stuff and you know from looking at you know people have been on joe rogan and chatting about it and joe rogan is mad for the dmt too he just chat away about it but the ayahuasca you know it sounds like it's life-changing to a lot is, of people, literally is life changing. That you, you know, that you, you know, talk maybe to your self conscious, or you deal with issues that you may have with demons, and you come out like a brand new person. Exactly, man. I think you challenge a lot of your own demons that you have, um, and maybe wh- forgive yourself of past exa- wrongs. Exactly. Or s- um, they would have used, um, even they would have used like so psychedelics and stuff to deal with the with certain um, certain things as well, such as um, you know. Um, I'll I'll start off, I'll, I'll go back to I'll go back I'll start off where 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 all kind of ni- nineteen oh seven with Hoffman. Oh sorry yes yeah we got yeah. a bit sidetracked excuse me man. N- ni- nineteen oh seven with Hoffman and he synthesized uh, this DMT and he put a drop on his tongue, and he didn't notice anything for a while, and he went for a, for a bike ride, and that's where Hoffman. If you ever look at uh, Hoffman on the internet, he's always he's always um shown uh like the search scientist and he's like on a bike and it's like he's using he's like leaning on on the bike pedal or uh, on the bike seat with his belly and his legs are all over the place because he actually started tripping when he was on a bike that, that's when he first started <laughs> noticing he was on a, he was actually cycling a bicycle and he noticed everything was gonna wee about funny and he noticed Jesus, you know what imagine i mean imagine that on imagine a the bike first as well. man the first man ever to to, to oh synthesize his hair and uh, yeah so that came out in the form of uh, acid Views. I don't know what acid is. Acid is usually um, it's a wee it's a wee small stamp. Uh, it's about centimeter by a centimeter. Uh, I don't know what that is now for our uh, for our American ones. Oh, oh uh, I want to say it's maybe quarter inch by quarter inch or something like that. There. Hmm. Um, and yeah, and it's it's usually so it's it's a printed card. Some sometimes uh, you would get like you would get uh, something called Hoffman acid as well uh, which is it's, it's in my opinion it's probably one of the best acids I've ever done really really clean really really it's you get a really really good um high from it you, it's very um visuals very it's like you have your visuals but also you have these moments where you kind of go back into yourself and right. really man being at peace with yourself and enjoying enjoying the the environment that you're in instead of being scared by it okay in the, the day like when you when you go to take these psychedelics um <laughs> You're you're in that mind frame of I'm gonna take this and things are gonna change a wee bit. You know what I mean? I'm prepared for my environment to change. I'm I'm prepared for straight lines to turn a wee bit squiggly and colours to change and you know what I mean? Um Is there much changes to, to, to the reality to, to your I've had in? I've had I've had good, I've had I've uh, I, I I've had one bad, thankfully. I I have only had one bad trip and it didn't put me off. Because 
because they do happen just it purely does depend on your environment and who you're with and but also and most importantly is your mindset like if you're not comfortable in your mindset don't do it like it's right. not gonna be good uh, some people would do a guided trip as in like they would do like a type of therapy and stuff um and, uh, but they wouldn't necessarily always use acid if they're doing they would use proper psilocybin so psilocybin comes in like two forms essentially dmt is a different type that's ditryptamine psilocybin right. and um and magic mushrooms would be psilocybin they're both very very similar mm-hmm. the ditryptamine dmt is a lot stronger like um well if you're going to see machine hells it must be fucking out of this world exactly man. yes um, what the hell i'm i'm taking magic <coughs> mushrooms six years now six, six, six right. years six years going uh so i am and uh, I look forward to taking them because they only come in a certain season. Uh, they're, they're actually in, surprisingly, this year, they're in, they're in very early. But uh, they usually come around October time and they last until the first frost. Uh, they'll grow up, uh, they won't grow clo- close to the seas or any of the oceans. Something about the salt in the air will put them off. Right, um, okay. Yeah, it's, 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 I don't know, it's a city or something that's in the air, but that, that, that won't allow them to grow. But we do get them uh, in certain spots around here. Uh, and I said I, I go out every year. I enjoy the process. I enjoy going out and finding finding the fresh ma- uh, magic mushrooms, picking them myself, knowing that they come from the ground. Um, if if man all uh, if if I had to legalize any drugs, it would, it would only be the legal one, uh, the the natural ones, the ones that come from the ground, the likes of cannabis, the likes of uh, magic mushrooms, and the likes of DMT and stuff like that. Anything that you can grow from the ground. I'm okay with it. Sure, if it comes from the ground, it's good for you. Exactly, man. Uh, so we have the most common common one that we would have here would be uh, the calls uh, Liberty Caps. Liberty Caps are like, um, if anyone here is, is in Ireland, now you do get them a, a lot of parts of the world. Ireland apparently has some of the strongest and most potent Liberty Caps in the world. Oh, wow. Uh, and apparently a lot of people travel to Ireland to take these uh, to take these, these mushrooms that, that we grow here. Uh-huh. Yeah, so um, I've tried different. I said I, I'm, I'm picking six years. Usually in a, in a year, I'll, I'll pick anywhere from 35 to 40 ounces. Jesus. Ounces, like, yeah, a lot, a lot of shrooms. Um, uh, I literally farm. I literally farm. They could last you forever. Uh, they, they could but man I always give them out anyone that's mm. interested people would, would I wouldn't like to say associate me with, with tripping but if they if they wanted to go and experience it I'll, I, and I get away for free man you know what I mean ah, you're generous John, they'll make yeah, you at, at times uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, you have to make a buck as well like um, uh, most people man, magic mushrooms can be expensive uh, when you look in the likes of America like, they don't have this, the magic mushrooms that we have uh, our ones, uh, frankly, are much is better. Is it like. legal in some parts of America? No, I don't, th- I don't, no, I don't think so. No, not at all. But, but you can get it, but usually you're looking at about uh, a quarter, which is about seven grams. You're spending about 50 euros for that there. Right, okay. You know what I mean? So they are they are quite expensive. Um, different ways of taking it as well. You can <laughs> you can take dried mushrooms, you can eat them. Or uh, my the one that I almost always do uh, is a tea where you brew it you brew it into a tea oh pleasant yeah exactly so that that would be that would be the liberty caps liberty caps they're a white wee white mushroom they have a wee nipple at the top and underneath them is black they grow in wee bundles they grow um kind of damp ground but it has good drainage like nice mossy areas and usually f- uh, south facing hills is mm. where is, is where they'll grow um i said i have a few i have a few spots um and I go, uh, they grow quite quickly as well, uh, depending on how you pick them. So if you pull out, the, if you pull the full 
um, mushroom from the ground, root and all. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna get better, um, more psilocybin. The root actually has more potent. Like the the root has probably most of of the psilocybin. Oh, uh, nice. Whereas if you only have one or two areas, uh, what's what's recommended to do is that you use a pair of scissors and you cut them quite low, and they grow up a lot quicker. Whereas I have a few fields that I can pull them all from roots, make sure I give them a wee shake so that I drop the spores and allow them to grow again. Mm. Um, and by the time I come around, I'll do one field a night. And by the time I come back around to my first field, they'll all be growing again. Fuck. And um, my next field, they'll all be growing so again. So they're fungi, sure they spread. Like. Ex- exactly. Uh, um, another trick that people use is they would spray 7-Up and stuff onto the ground. The, uh, the glucose in 7-Up apparently would make them grow a lot quicker. So right. almost like fertilizing it a wee bit. Encourages them to grow, right? It does, yeah. Um, so I said, uh, I, you know, I, I love doing the process. I love that um, the people know that when they, when they come, well, they came to me and they said, oh, because I, I would speak very openly about taking magic mushrooms and, and how and how be- benefit I find it. Mm. I, I feel like um, the magic mushrooms is my is my new year. Like you're, you know, like we, we have a new year in, on the 1st of January. Yeah, yeah. My first trip for the year. Uh, it's like it's, it sets me up, man. Uh, it's It just it puts me in a good mind frame. I, I can... Without even like I, I said, um, very very fun for a start. Very very fun. I'm very giggly and laughing and uh, just comfortable with, with the environment and the fact this change. And uh, I would watch like certain like I would do some trips inside. I would do some trips outside. Right. Outside outside's very very. It's I would my opinion a lot better being around nature from mm. where where you pick them from and traveling around and seeing like nature. I've had some of my best trips in nature. Uh, that's probably where it's meant to be done. Exactly, man. Um, it's, that's going back to your old, to, to your old roots and stuff. Mm. We would have done this in Ireland years ago. Yeah, there's plenty of um, historical documentation of, of them doing it. And it's, it's, it's the government decided to make them illegal. I think there should be a choice for people to go and do it. I find them beneficial. I could see why some people would take it and have an awful trip and it would not benefit them. Right. I can see that. Okay. If you, th- if you go in there curious, maybe wanting to try it after hearing other people speak about it, um and and I said something that you want to go and do, by all means go go and do it. I would recommend it to everyone. Um, the I, I said uh, the way I would take them would be I would brew them. Yeah, drink them. Drink them up. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I I pick I pick fresh mushrooms, throw them into a pot. I get my cup of water, throw that in as well, and brew up the mushrooms for a couple of minutes. Let them simmer. Give them a wee stir. Strain out the mushrooms. Pour the juice into the cup and and drink it. Rightio. And man, jolly good then. Fan- oh man, I said I've had some fantastic trips on it. Really, really good, fun trips. Uh, I've been out, 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 out in parks and stuff, and like looking at bushes and seeing flowers just grow right in front of you out of the bushes, like rose. Whoa. Oh man, I've had um walking on brick paths and all the bricks changing color. We've seen just lights, light orbs flashing in trees, and you could see all the shadows on the ground. This is what makes me think that you go into a, you tune yourself into a different dimension because. You know mentally that that's not happening, mm. but it's so real and it's so fun. It's almost like you can create your own, uh, your own kind of trip almost essentially. Yeah, your own like. I reality. was with very very good friends when I was doing it. We all know each other. We're f- we're, we're friends for years, like, and mm. um, we're all very comfortable and always had wanted to go and try do this. And what we brought from it was. Like an afterglow, man, that lasted for for so long. It lasted for months that you just felt so good and like you woke up and now you feel a wee bit achy the next day but you don't feel in any way like hung over or anything so not like you've had like a lock of pints yeah exactly man it's uh, it's not like that you go out and you just feel like man that was so much fun like and i remember like walking through the same parks like the next day 
and looking at it just just the way just sober like and just thinking that is mad man because i i seen all this i was holding the flowers in my hand smelling them like but they weren't there uh you know what i mean jesus i was looking at trees i would like what i was walking up the tree and looking at a tree and then I was like, Jesus, it's a big tree. And I, I wonder how tall it is. And I looked up and the tree just went right up into the sky. It was just like one big single bark going right up, pure pole. Fuck. And I was like, that is so fucking big. Oh my God. I couldn't I couldn't see the top of the tree. And then uh, and looking at like kicking a step back and looking at the bark and seeing the bark actually growing. I was like, oh my God, it's still, it's still growing. Like, mm. And holding the tree and my hands moving up the tree because it's moving with the bark. And I was like, in my, head, in my head, I'm saying to myself, <laughs> I know that's not happening. That's amazing. That 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 I can that I can experience this 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 world. It literally just puts you into this other little fun world. Like, mm. um, I said walking uh down um, and imagining water and like looking away and then looking back and seeing water. You know, when I mean? you could almost you, you could almost create it. I've had some yeah. very very good. Uh, and I said a lot of vibes off the people you're with. Yeah, of course. And we were all bouncing off each other really well, I and mean, we were all super, super enjoying the trip. And you know, and right. I, I, I carried on. We, we've done a yearly trip now. I didn't happen not in the last two years with them, right? Or three years maybe. But the, the first time we done it, uh, we all kind of done it together. Hmm. I would have had small doses before that, but the first time we all would have had a, a proper. Let's 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 take enough now to see some. So you, you can take it in stages essentially. Um, you can a lot of people would do this thing called microdosing, which is what Terence uh, McKenna would have done. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. himself and Dennis uh, said they were big avid believers of this. And what mm. microdosing means essentially is that you're taking a few grams. So you you would get your mushrooms, you'd write them out, uh, you'd vacuum pack them maybe, and um, every day you would or every maybe two days you take a, tr- a couple of shrooms. You just take three or four shrooms. Right, not enough to make you start hallucinating and stuff, but enough to get your mind kind of essentially what, what shrooms does is it connects both, both your hemispheres essentially it connects parts of your brain that wouldn't usually connect does it so like rewire your brain or grow new man, it's like, so it's like rewiring you, you man you signals. feel you feel smarter mm. you feel smarter you just feel more connected more connected with the, especially and that's, that's why I always agree, like being outside when I've done it because it's like you just understood everything everything was so it was like so simple but fascinating at the same time you know what i mean it's, most people look at grass but you're in your head and you're thinking that grass like what like that came out of a seed and it's so and it freezes every year mm. and it can be strimmed down it'll go straight back up that's amazing and animals would, would feed it and you just like the, the the way your brain would, would think on it yeah processes stuff. processes yeah, yeah exactly man it's like that, that's a part of your brain are connecting that wouldn't usually connect that's why you're seeing these visuals and, and also and your experience. Like some people could say they can smell colour or taste colour and stuff like that there. Taste uh, colour. Even feel feel like a colour. Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Um I said I, I've had some really, really good, really good, fantastic lo- just warming trips mm. where I and that's the reason I take them. Uh, I I love it's like a de stressor almost. You know what I mean? I've been stuck in this world and I've worked for night for you know eleven months or twelve months without tripping because I like you, you build the tolerance to psilocybin very very quickly. Right. Okay. As in, if you took seven grams one day and you wanted to go out and have another trip the next day, which I wouldn't recommend you do, don't abuse it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, okay, really, yeah. really just just don't abuse it. Use it as 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 a tool. You know what I mean? Mm, okay. Once a year, think think of it as like a as a Christmas dinner. You go and everyone has a tradition of eating turkey on. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This is this is your October cleanse, like it's an occasional uh, thing. An occasional thing, exactly, man. Um, and another another uh mushroom then that we have here is called a flygara. 
the flight car. Is that the the red and white Mario? Yeah, the red and white dot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the common most you know magic mushroom. It's even I think it's it's the uh, common mushroom even on your like uh, Android or Apple. When you type when you type in mushroom and search emoji bar, it'll come yeah. up with mushroom. That's actually that's actually a magic mushroom. Like man, isn't that the mushrooms though in Alice in Wonderland? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. The right. Flygara, uh, there's a lot of stuff was pushed on it, and it, in a way, it's true. So it's rumored to be poisonous. Okay. This rumored. Is rumored to be poisonous. If you like it. <laughs> Okay, right. You know so, what I mean? right. <laughs> if so you overindulge, exactly. <laughs> you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You'd have won. Uh, I've never done a flag era. It's something I'm really looking forward to doing. Um, uh, <laughs> my brother was out in in, in a forest recently, uh, and he said it, it was a forest used for foraging. Like one of the local hotels use it for foraging. Right. Uh, they do a foraging group, mm. and he said he understand exactly why because he said I went down there with with, with my wee boy and 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 the fiance, and then I walked around this lovely forest having a good time. And he said the amount of different species of mushroom that he found mm. was amazing. Like he actually ended up picking loads of them. Uh, he probably he probably search them up and, and see what are they like, mm. uh, and could have used them. But he said that he came across a flag arrow as well. I'm still I found a flag arrow once, um twice actually but I was in a position to pick it up and take it with me like put it right, that way okay. you know what I mean yeah um, yeah yeah and yeah so Flagara is is the if you ever look at what you would think of a mushroom don't think of like a flat cap uh, mushroom you use in cooking mm. whenever people say magic mushroom they'd almost almost think of that little Flagara yeah uh, yeah the, the red mushroom the with stereotype the, yeah, with, yeah with the wee white dots mm. um, and yeah ancient druids would use it going to battle Swear to God, yeah, yeah. And Vikings and stuff would have brewed uh, flag arrow in a broth and taking was made, made the warriors feel strong and united right. and so connected Mad. and they would go to war. Like they would actually go to war, imagine going to war tripping out, man, it'd be mental. <laughs> Probably help you come yeah, to terms with you know the madness to do as well. Like. Um yeah, and uh so that's something I I said I'm probably I would like to try this year. Uh, if not, uh, you know, I, I can wait I can wait till next year. I'm in no rush to do it, but mm. it's, it's something on the list. Yeah. Um uh, an interesting one then when when you think of flagara, flagara grows all over the world. Oh, it's uh, not just uh, but essentially most most no, I'll take I'll refract their statement and say it grows where most magic mushrooms would grow. Right, okay. Okay. Right. Maybe not all of them, but a good majority of them. Uh and there's a lot of uh a lot of ancient people, uh, ancient tribes all over the world would have taken flagara. They they were they were quite easy to store, big mushroom. You just dehydrate them and you could store them, and uh, there's a good uh, I I want to say uh, to me it makes sense. And um, before the likes that we had Christmas, uh, the Christmas that we think of today and Santa. So what do you think of when you see like Santa? <laughs> an old man with a white with a white long beard in a red and white suit a and, red, and, and he's white. carrying a sack of presents yeah and where does he come down coming down the chimney he comes down the chimney um, and you enjoy your presents obviously yeah oh, yeah you're happy and delighted yeah, of yeah, course delighted um, if you've been a good boy or girl so uh, where where the connection that I'm making to and that's something I, I read I read a few articles on it different articles connected a few wee dots um, and <laughs> the link, the link, um, now this isn't, it's not a common known link, but, um, 
I think there's Flagara, the, the mushroom represents Santa. Uh, people that would have collected all the mushrooms kept them in sacks uh, when they were out collecting shamans or something like that would have collected them. Uh, local tribes, people all uh, that there would, they would collect them, stored all the mushrooms, okay, and they would use them on certain ceremonies, and one of them would have been Christmas. No way. Right? And uh, so uh, <laughs> on Christmas then, you think Christmas, you think of snow and all there, and the effort of them climbing down and pulling out the snow from uh, the door instead of the donuts they climbed up onto the roof and they dropped them the the in sacks down the chimbley, uh, because people were inside and they're all the snow. mushrooms. The mushrooms, yeah, they would have dropped the flag and that was the present. Uh, they all would have a communal trip. Get a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Merry fucking Christmas, boys. Yeah, was that, yeah there would have been enough. They would have known how many people were in what house and they would have dropped the uh, mushrooms down and that would have been the present down before they had uh, the fuck. idea of we have of, of presents. Like, how did that get, how did that go from there? Like that to now, that transition is mental. How did that get lost? Another, another thing is um, fuck. where you get the Christmas tree from and the reason... A lot of these um, flag iron mushrooms kept on growing. They would have grown under pine trees because pine trees didn't allow the snow to what? fall. What? And that when we think of a Christmas tree, we think of a pine tree. That is our yeah, Christmas tree. Yeah. I stopped the snow. The snow would fall, and the flag iron mushrooms would be able to grow under it because the snow wasn't wasn't topping them and killing them. Man. Yeah. These mushrooms with a link back and to history is crazy. Whenever, um, because there's a good chance if they grow there one year, they'll grow there the next year. That's the, way, that's the reason I have this, my spots that I have in certain places they just won't grow. Um, uh, so what they what used to do is used to mark the tree and that's where the idea of decorating a tree on Christmas and putting the presents underneath the Christmas tree and Santa would deliver the presents from underneath Fuck. the chimney. Yeah. My mind is a little <laughs> bit blown there. Like that is that's mental, man. Yeah, yeah. So they would have stored them all up, they would have picked loads of them and kept them and used them. Holy certain fuck. certain uh, traditions and maybe certain times of the year, maybe they would have used them in the likes of Halloween nights, uh, ESIWIN and stuff like that. There yeah. and then at Christmas time as well for time to get together and it was another another time they would have used it. So beneficial. It sounds really like just beneficial. Like well, what I've taken from it is is extremely beneficial. Um. I've learned to deal with a lot of things, man, on magic mushrooms. A lot of a lot of personal stuff, man, on mm, magic mushrooms. Right. As you said, like being able to almost forgive yourself in a way, but not just even forgive yourself. More just kind of accept accept things about yourself. Mm. You know, accept who you are, uh, and accept you know because in the day, I'm here on on this earth to, to have my life, and I want to get one yeah, shot of it, and I want to do I want to do what I want to do exactly. Mm. Um, and and hey, if it's illegal. <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh, all I, the more reason. <laughs> all the more reason, man. This is what we think. I like. I I do truly believe, if if they were taught uh, in schools, not as as a drug, but almost like a tool, or almost like you know, it's we like a form of medicine. As like a form of medicine, but like I I I I would I would think most people should experience like a tripping. Um, right. Okay. Because man, it's, it's and I do think it tunes you in. Whatever it is about drinking it. Uh, or eating it and that and whatever that when that their drug is really tuning you into a different level though a different way of seeing the world like an almost like a different realm it is you stay the same okay you stay you stay the same majority of the time but the everything else changes and how you react to that there mm. um, i've had an outer body experience on on, on magic mushrooms oh what man yeah i've had i know it, it's really weird because it almost kind of it makes a full story to me um 
because I I done it with with friends. I think it was maybe the third year that we had done it. Uh, we went down to a to a local park. It was late enough at night. Uh, and we decided to go on uh, again because we've always had such a great time mm. on it. In that their park caused no danger or harm to anyone. You know, just having a good time. It was mainly us, it was us <laughs> laughing our ass off, <laughs> looking at looking at the bushes and Causing stuff. A ruckus. Uh, you know what I mean? It was just uh, us having a good time. Like, um, but I remember very very like there was it was me and two and two other lads again two very very good friends. A third fella actually a third fella had joined us. There's, there's three of us, and um, yeah, uh, I remember walking down through the park, and at one point when I was walking through the park, I had felt like a like a cool breeze, right? Cool breeze just like out of nowhere, uh, and I looked back behind me, and there was nothing there, and carried on walking. Didn't think much of it, right? Had uh, carried on having a fantastic trip, uh, loads of giggles, loads of laughs, loads of, you know, um, visuals and stuff like that there, uh, enjoying it. And we got back to the house and everyone starting to wind down. And I was sitting at the kitchen table and we were, I was sitting chatting to one of the other fellas and we were having a, we were having a joke and he was like, oh, will we do it again? And I like put my head down on the table and I could feel like just something didn't quite feel right. And I put my head back up and when I put my head back up, Towards the towards the the end of the seat, apparently I I I passed. My friend said to me, "Oh, you just passed out," but what happened to me was I literally exploded from my body straight upwards, and everything had like a really blue hue to it. Fuck. Right, and I looked down and I could see myself, and I knew there was like a there was almost like a little perfect shiny string, like a little leash to me and and to to where I am now. And when I was looking around, I could see it was so high up. It was almost like it was a mini world. I could see the curvature. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's like you know when you when you go on um, uh, what's that there um, little me world or whatever you call uh, or you're it's it's just like a mini world. Uh, and I could see the park, and the park was glowing blue, right. So I'm looking down at myself, and I can see I'm just I'm just grand there. My mate wasn't even moving. I was like everything kind of frozen a wee bit, and uh. I was again looking down at myself and I looked at the park and I knew it was the park. And when I wanted to go to the park, th- the I didn't I didn't kind of move to the park. The park came to me. Oh, as in the, right. the world okay. beneath me spun. And I could still see that I was attached. I'd still seen this thread to me and my to, to my actual body like this. And uh, I went down into the park and I could and I was it was all I was I was an inch off the floor. But not walking, but as it was almost the pace of walking, but the world was rotating below me. I was I was hovering, but it, it almost felt like I was walking. It was where I wanted to go. I was just going, and uh, I could hear this kind of distinct chatter and stuff like that. There, and next thing I seen myself and the two lads walking up ahead of me. And you seen yourself walking. I seen myself walking, and the exact same conversation happened that we were having. And then as I was, I kind of got a wee bit scared. And then straight away, I turned back out of all the three lads. I only seen their backs. And I turned back and looked dead at myself in the eyes. And the next thing I woke up and I was back in, I was back in the room. And my mate was like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I was like, what are you on? And he's like, man, you just kind of like passed out there. And I was like, how long was he gone? And he's like, man, you've only got five, five seconds. But you literally just... But to Jesus. me, that, that lasted that lasted a good while. That felt like five, maybe ten minutes. That's mental, yeah, man. Um, so yeah, that, 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 that was my other body. Frightening to begin with, but 
very very quickly realized i was at a comfortable space i almost felt like at any moment i could have went back into my body mm. well what freaked you out was seeing you walking with the lads yeah so was this was this before or is this this was this, this i i, I see I, the future or no i think i don't know how to explain it man i don't know how what what way to, to put it but um I'd, I said when I was walking in the park earlier with the boys at one point I remember I was on the same path mm. and I turned back for no reason I just felt like something had gone through me mm. and I remember looking back and seeing nothing there and just carried on walking Fuck. and then in the in the projection then that I took I was in the park again and it, the park it was different it was different colour it was very dark but everything had a blue hue mm. around it you could tell you were it was a it was like a void and it was made, everything was made out of a blue light. And yeah, like an aura know, around it. An aura around it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, yeah, just like, it was just a different realm, man. It was like the same world, but different, different, like you didn't have the same energy that you had. You had a different type of energy in it. Yeah, you like a different I mean? level. You did, I didn't feel physical, put it that way. Mm. I felt like, I felt like if I wanted, I could have walked through a wall, almost like. I felt almost like a ghost, man, if that makes any kind of sense. Yeah, well, you're like in 5D or some shit, man, or I don't know. That's the, uh, but then the minute I'd look back and uh, I, I, I could rec I recognise straight away and it's like the almost just kind of appear in front of me as and I was walking up the path because of the curve. I can't necessarily always see, but I know where I am. I can't always see what's what's ahead of me. Mm. It's like a really, everything was kind of on like a really small ball world scale like that's madness yeah and, and when i when i come up to it i look back see myself and i'd woke up and 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 back in the the kitchen and my head just lift my head up and he was just like you okay man and i remember i just it took a second for you to process it and i just said to him i think i just had an out-of-body experience and i started laughing i was like oh no fucking way i sort of sat down started telling me what was happening i told him he was like that is fucking mental. Like yeah, and that is absolutely crazy. Yeah, like, that is um, crazy, crazy. And I've, I've also done DMT. Jesus, how was that, man? DMT was good fun. Uh, the only regret I had is when I, I was searching for it for quite a while, didn't quite know where to get it. Yeah, that that, that I know. Like, that must be D rare. Yeah, like, it is, man. It was. And I've only, like, uh, whenever I would express interest about it, someone, like, someone said to me, oh, I had DMT once. I was like, no way, man. I was like, tell, tell me about it. And I was sitting chatting about it, and I was like, yeah, and I'd ask him, you know, where do you get it? Or, you know, when, oh, this fellow here was from, from down in Galway or blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, fuck, was it so far away? Mm. I could never get anywhere. I didn't, I had no close people that I had the same interest in me that I could speak out and kind of chat about it. But eventually then uh, it just so happened that I was just chatting to a fella and he actually just had it on him. Random as fuck. Random as fuck. Uh, a mate of mine, mate of mine. And he had, um, he had done it at some point with, with a friend. Uh, he he had, he had good interest in it. Completely forgot that he had it, and he had it in a little, just a little capsule kind of thing. Oh right. Yeah, and uh, I was chatting to him just while we had a conversation come up. I had mentioned DMT, and he was like, "Oh fuck, I don't DMT." And I was like, "No way!" I was like, I was I was very excited for him, and I was like, asked him about it. And he said, "Oh, it was so much fun. He had a good time on it." Um, and uh, he said, "I actually think I have some with me," and I was like, "No way!" But but uh, me and someone else had done it. Uh, it, it would have done I'd say one person a really good dose and done two people an okay dose right okay you know what I mean um, like dipping your toe into the pool exactly man I got, a, I got a good taste for it and I was it's it's a whole other ball game I can see why it's a step up from the likes of psilocybin or, or like a or like a DMT mm. or, or like a like a psilocybin trip or an acid trip like I can see why 
um, comparisons on acid compared to magic mushrooms. Much prefer magic mushrooms. Right. Okay. A lot more. I feel. I feel like I should be doing them. I feel like people in the past, ancient people would have done them, and there's mm. no harm doing it. I feel like it's a really special uh, mushroom. I think it's a really special tool yeah. that's given to us. Mm. You know what I mean? Our our earth grows this. We don't we don't cultivate it. We can't. Well, you know you can. You, Terence McKenna had learned how to cultivate it, but usually people have to go out and look for these. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and again, it was it's given to us. Use it wisely. Use it for good knowledge and and and, and for good. Mm. And that's what I and that's and that's exactly the reason why I do it. Well, there's there is a theory, you know, that um that the magic mushroom actually didn't come. It came came from another another planet, man. Is there? Yeah, that the I've I've, n- I've never heard it. That that these things because they're just so unique to the world, whatever. That it came from off sort like off planet, like. Well, it's, there's a theory about that. Like it's yeah. Yeah. yeah it's well, I I look at it as amazing as I look at grass. You know, grass goes everywhere in the world, everywhere, and animals need it. Uh, animals you feed off it. It freezes every year and comes back. Mm. You know what I mean? You could have dried, you could have it scorched and it would come back. You could burn it and it comes back. Like no, grass is so resilient. So are mushrooms. As in like, yeah. I go to all the spots every year. They, they die on the first frost. Uh, the first frost coming in December is when they die. So there's only usually, you're looking at about a two month kind of gap in, in, in our season that you have a chance to go out and forage these mushrooms and go and get it. And, it, and it, the worst thing is it's getting to the wet and dark season. So there's times I might look like an absolute weirdo because I'm spent <laughs> hunched over, hunched over at like half one in the morning <laughs> and like in, in some in some estate that these are just grown up and no one knows no one knows they're grown there because I because I picked them all. <laughs> but just, uh, looking looking for my keys here, sir. Just that's that's drop, uh, yeah. drop my keys. Uh, I've, I've had some funny experiences. <laughs> uh, but man, I, I've also had a lot of people that do them as well. I had an experience where I was picking uh, picking up on by myself just. Nice and low key had just caused no harm to no one. I just picking picking these shrooms. And this old lady, well not old lady, she was kind of middle aged, walking her dog, and she just turned around and said to me, "What are you picking?" And I said, and I just looked at her, and I stood up and I had them in my hand, and I, I don't give a fuck. Like and I said to her, like <laughs> magic mushrooms, <laughs> and she looked at me and she was like. Oh, it's been so long since I'd done that. I didn't know that that, that they grew there. She had done them before. Get away. Yeah, and I gave her four mushrooms. Get I, away. Yeah, I walked up and I handed her four mushrooms. I said, well, there's some and, uh, and they do grow around here. And I said, if I don't pick them, by all means, come down, come down and have a go. She was delighted, man. Yeah. She was um, over the moon, so. Yeah, she, yeah, she took them. God knows, she probably threw them in the bin, like, but... <laughs> um, uh. when it, at times when I'd done acid, I got very similar effects to psilocybin. Nowhere near as powerful or not even... I don't want to say powerful, like, but clean powerful. Right, okay. You know what I mean? Like, as in, like, uh, sometimes when I, like, you, you can get what like, what some people say, like, a come down from the likes of acid, and it's, mm. you know, you feel mentally drained, you feel like, like you're really hungover, you have no appetite, you, you know, you feel like it was a chemical high. Well, I was just going to say, because, um, you know, the psilocybin mushrooms are a natural, uh, exactly. you know, where the, I think the LSD is more manufactured, it's, it's, you know, it's a, yeah, it's, in it's a lab a, sort of job, synthetic. isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and if I wanted to get anywhere close to uh, that I would get on, on magic mushrooms, I would pay for it the next day, and, like, it would be... Just I would do it at festivals. Like I would take lots of, uh, I I would love to be able to save enough shrooms uh, and take shrooms to a festival this year. But usually I would take uh, acid and stuff at festivals. Mm. I just find it so like I I don't think it affects me negatively. I get very chatty. I just feel very bouncy and lovely. How and do you just find the music with 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 beautiful with that? man? Beautiful. Does it does it uh, impact re- music in a different re- way? Resonates you man in a different way. Really? It, it, yeah, you just f- you can. F- 
you feel the music like well because you look back at the 60s and 70s that whole vibe with that music was being made it was all like about you know tripping and uh, the, the the acid and stuff uh, so it was always kind of associated with um, like Woodstock and you know when, when, yeah. you, when you think of Woodstock and it was like when you think of Woodstock you think of like so much f people love and love and peace is what it was people out for that, that oh excuse me uh, people out for that there that experience and stuff you're taking it because you want to have a good time you don't want to have a bad time mm. so you know what I mean you want to project project the good vibes receive the good vibes come on connect with each other yeah exactly and is that why then yeah all came in then war on drugs man it was like stamping and that shit out big time when I when I when I when I think what what we could achieve uh, when you look at microdosing and stuff and how smart people have said that they've felt from taking not enough to cause them and so you can take sh uh, shrooms in different levels you could take one shroom and it would do nothing you, as in you probably wouldn't feel the effects of it but then you would take like two shrooms and you might feel you might just you might feel something you might feel something in your belly or you might just feel a wee bit happier you know mm. what I mean and then you might take like a third shroom or a fourth shroom and you might feel this kind of like chattiness there's no visuals but you can feel like you just feel yourself kind of going you know what i mean something's moving something's moving in the brain something's working there, there's something being released here but it feels good like how, lo how long does it last man like uh shrooms usually last any anywhere from like s yeah. yeah i've had trips that have lasted six to eight hours well, it depends how much you take is it it depends how much you take there's times where i've done, i've gone out and i i've i've taken shrooms with a, with a, with a bunch of boys out out, out in the out in the sticks, like, you know, mm. and enjoy nature, and then getting back to house, and just still feeling so loved, and feeling like, you know, as I said, it, com it kind of it comes in waves, and you can feel it going a gradual decrease, you can feel it going up, and mm. you feel your peak, and then you feel it come down, Yeah, you know what I mean, uh, and it's all fun, like, you know what I mean, um, and then coming back, and just going again, just rooms that we had, that we had drained out, we just added a, a wee tiny bit more, we had give ourselves, you know, all maybe four grams and boil the shrooms that we had already boiled as well. Oh. Brew another batch, uh, brewed another batch and had it again, had another fantastic time in the house, not as, not obviously as powerful as, as um, the first time uh, you build uh, a tolerance to psilocybin very, very quickly. Right, okay. Uh, so it's, it's very hard to abuse uh, oh. and I think that, I think that's for a reason. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's for a reason. Um, Nature's you way. Need, you need to think of the amount of, like, I said, that's where you feel a wee bit achy the next day. Um, maybe that's from all the jumping around that I'd be at and just, you know, <laughs> you know, we literally... You I don't feel it when I you're... Feel, I feel like, like 10 kilo lighter and I feel like I got to spring my step and you feel strong and you just feel like, you know what I mean? You 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 feel you feel really good, like and mm. that, that 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 essentially. Uh, feel recharged and energized, maybe. Or you feel recharged <laughs> and energized, but also like I I said, I I spiritually, I just feel spiritually just at peace with myself, and nice. it, like it's really really good. Um, I said, and, and that's that's why I look forward to doing it. But I done I done DMT once, uh, and when I got from DMT, it was it was good. I knew where it was going, and I knew like I got to a certain point in the trip, that. I knew that I wouldn't be able to go any further, and I and what I wanted was just like a wee grasp away, you know what I mean? Oh. As in, uh, I've I've as I said I've extensively researched people that had taken uh, DMT trips. DMT comes in two different types. It comes in a powder, uh, and it comes in what is what you were speaking about ayahuasca. Both oh, of them, right. both of them are, are are DMT, so you can get it in two different forms. Ayahuasca comes from. It's a plant that grows next to this tree. Mm. The plant contains all the DMT and the yeah. leaves and stuff, okay? If you were to take that there, it would just there's something in your stomach, an enzyme that kills it and it does nothing to you. 
right? Uh, the plant grows next to a tree, and the bark of that tree contains a chemical that oh, uh, activates. Yeah, yeah, that that activates it in your oh. stomach and allows you to have the sour trip. Um, How the fuck they discover that? But right beside one another, man. Nah, uh, nah, so nah. that there is an ayahuasca. Ayahuasca apparently, man, tastes like capas. It is <laughs> apparently it's rotten. It's so bad, like, um, people experience vomiting on it. Uh, yeah, that's saying they're cleanse, cleansing out the bad shit yeah, out of your body. Exactly, man. They feel a wee bit, you know. Most uh, when you go through a proper, a proper ayahuasca, it's something I would. I want to try the powdered DMT, uh, because it's control. I've done it before. I'm comfortable to, to go a wee bit further with it. Mm. Uh, and maybe I want to experience that, and then maybe if I'd ever come into a chance to do an ayahuasca, I, I would. Uh, it's something, or something I would definitely well, do. Apparently, the big part of the ayahuasca too is um, the the music. Yeah, the 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 whole like the the music Banging and ceremony the, yeah. and yeah that that that's meant to be a whole part of that gets you into like a, a some sort of um, state yeah some sort of state with the music and, and and you know man and that's the only way I would do it I wouldn't right. I wouldn't be I wouldn't buy the ingredients myself and brew it up and do it here in in, in the house mm. I wouldn't do it out in the wild no chance I would go I would travel I would travel to do it um now there is there's an alternative that you can use but preferably. I would love to travel out to the Amazon or go out to Peru or go out to some of these jungles where this stuff does grow. Yeah. And do it with, with, with them, you said, and go out and experience it. In a controlled environment with Control environment with people with who are guys. experienced yeah. and that guides, essentially, man, guides you. And you know what I mean? Paying good money to go in and know that this, the cerebral, the, the, the proper ayahuasca trip, you said it's a full body trip, as, uh, whereas when you take the DMT, I feel like it's more, it's a mental trip. And what, I suppose you can turn your mental into physical. Mm. You might not be happy with yourself in a certain way and you do something about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, the, 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 the trip that I done was, was a powder trip. Uh, and essentially what you do is you put it in like a wee pipe uh, and you would, or a bong maybe. Mm. Um, and you would, usually you would clog it up. You would kind of fill up uh, your, your bong or your wee pipe with, with a smoke and you would hold it in for as long as you possibly can. Hold in this thing and that's like seeping into you. And uh, I was I'd like I was told pick a song pick a song you really would would, would like to 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 hear like and it was just a really comfortable song I just come across this this song it was on like SoundCloud I was really enjoying it I uh, played it and after I took the hit I was like I could feel it coming on in, like five seconds I could kind of feel air from it and I just felt the music just go like really slow down and warp. Oh fuck! And I just like I had all my pillows set up behind me, and I put my head back on the pillows, and and I just closed my eyes and could hear the music, and all I was just experienced blackness. That's that's what I experienced. That was blackness, but all all of a sudden, all these like colors and rings are coming in from my peripherals and joining in the center and the shapes that they were making. I've never seen them in a book, but I know that. That it was like it was a shape. If that makes sense, it's just shapes I've never seen, but I knew that they're that familiar to you. That that they were familiar. There was like spiritual geometry. Essentially, was oh. what was happening right in front of me. They were all all my visuals were all colliding in the middle, and slowly I was making this picture in front of me, and I was going into this very different place, and it was, it was like this happened quite quickly, and essentially, I'd, I what what I had made was. Imagine you know like uh, a donut shape. Mm. So you have a circle and then you have a middle. Uh, you have a middle but missing. Yeah. Imagine being inside that donut, inside one of them wee rips, 
Right. Yeah. Okay. So you can imagine the geometry that you're in. Your your ground is circling up towards the ceiling. Yeah. And then, but it also goes around. Okay. You know what I mean. So yeah, the rooms, yeah. the rooms completely curved like this. The you're inside like a week, and it's like, and this face started to appear in front of me, and again a very familiar, friendly. I'd never seen it before, and it just looked like as uh, from what I've read for people doing DMT, it was like. You get your DMT god and some uh, like this entity that that mother ayahuasca is is what they call her. Right. Uh, it's this woman and different people experience her in different ways, but she's she's like she's the 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 god of this DMT. Like again, dare to teach you and br- and bring you. And I could feel I could almost kind of hear her speaking, almost as kind of that's where I felt like I just hadn't done enough and I'd mm. seen it and everything's started to kind of fade away oh, again fuck. and then i could hear the the boys that i was in the room with because people sat in and sat with me while, while i done it mm. it's something uh, if you're ever going to do dmt one person at a time do it everyone else be very respectful of his trip he might start blah, 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 making w- sounds and stuff mm. ignore him he's probably having a great time just leave him be leave me like <laughs> he will he'll wait he'll he'll literally it only lasts it only lasts about five minutes it literally only oh, lasts it's quite quick, though. very very quick, man. Mm. But it feels, it feels like where you where you go to and mentally, it feels like there's just so much there to learn. Uh, that's that that's what I got from it. But um, I I started to hear the two boys in the room kind of chat a wee bit and laugh, and that kind of made me open up my eyes, and I was instantly in this this pure cartoon room. Everything was cartoony. Everything was super super anime, like as in like Whoa. super basic shapes. Like the chair Whoa. was made up of basic shapes. We have a tapestry on the wall, uh, and the tapestry is very complex. Got loads of designs all over it, and you know it's lovely to look at. And and while I was on DMT, I looked in it. It was just like a circle and the same color, but it was just like a couple of circles on it and a square line. It had no designs in between it. Everything was so simple, simple like uh, imagine. Symmetrical is it? Symmetrical man. It was. It was just super, super anime. Just anim like super animated as in oh. like I almost felt like I was in like a wee computer game like um do you know like on the Wii do you know how you create a character yeah yeah like I looked at the, at my friend and he had like a circle face I knew it was my friend <laughs> but it, you couldn't see hairs he just had a solid a solid shape on his face for a beard and a solid eyeballs and Jesus. and the more I was blinking the more realer they were becoming. So I was like looking around the room and everyone was, ri- I was just laughing. I was like, this is mental. Why is you don't, you have no idea, man, when I'm saying that everything looks so simple and just, there was no shade. Everything was just a solid color. And, and the more I was blinking and, exp- and laughing, the more things were kind of, I would look around again and next thing I had another shape, another color, another detail. And slowly, just within, within the space of a minute, everything slowly just became back to normal. Just like back, just back to normal. Just grand. No, fuck. no, no, come down, didn't feel anything. And I was just like, I was so sad that I was gone because I'd felt like I'd I just almost You're on the got cusp, there. Man. I was in the cusp, but like, um, so yeah, uh, and but since then I've I have found a contact, so uh, it's just a matter of preparing it, uh, preparing a time for myself. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, I found a contact and it's online, so which is great, and uh, hopefully it'll just it'll just come through, it'll just come through at their letterbox. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's what um the Terence McKenna was saying. How it really makes you question. Uh, your reality and everything that you've been told is not right, or is, you know, it's just, I, there's something more. There's something more going on in man, this. I think in the, people, in this reality. people are a lot more powerful than they reckon. Mm. People underestimate their their own ability, and I think, I think we have something in us mentally that the 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 the, the we're able to do. 
And I think if you, I think it's almost bred out of us at this point. But when mm. you look back at the monks and the way that they live and the the they the practice. discipline they yeah. have, and you know, what I mean, they're dedicating their lives, their mental, their mental state is so strong. Like, yeah, uh, and I think that uh, that people once had that same overall mental state. We weren't stimulated by the likes of TVs and and internet and and all the certain stuff. We didn't, you know, people were just life was a lot more simpler. That you were able to co- almost focus on them things a little bit more. Yeah, you know, less distractions. Your mind wasn't cluttered with loads of yeah, fucking bullshit. Like. Exactly, man. Um, uh, uh, so yeah, that that so that's 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 the uh, D- DMT mm. down to it. Um, DMT also tastes like cat's piss, by the way. <laughs> it's nasty. It tastes it tastes like a bar like a bear fart. So uh, oh yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I I'd put like a wee tiny bit of tobacco on the bottom of it, and then I put low like a like a wee layer of of cannabis. Oh, does it help? And, and then I sprinkled the DMT on top of the cannabis. Oh, you mix it. <laughs> yeah, I mixed it, man. Because I was like, because I was told straight out it tastes like bear fart, and I was like, oh right. <laughs> Don't experience. You that. know what I mean? I just give myself a wee tiny bit of a bomb as well when I'm at it like <laughs> um, another thing that people would use to go into different like uh, realms and experience things differently but almost almost uh, always in like a like an internal mental like when you go somewhere mentally right okay um, would be the likes of ketamine and stuff like that there Ketamine. Ketamine. Okay. P- yeah, a lot of people would would take. Say it's a tranquilizer or it's, whatever. Yeah, it's a, so a ketamine is, is a is a tranquilizer. It's it comes in usually it it's used to sedate animals, but essentially yeah, horses don't yeah, horses horses like that yeah, <laughs> like, yeah all that stuff like but you can Fuck. also get it you can also get it in a powder form as well. Oh right, and right. Yeah, uh, yeah. You can you can you can uh, take a wee tiny bit in through the in through the belly, or you can take a small sample up, up through your nose. Because it's the quickest, yeah. Unfortunately, and it's n- it's not very nice, like. But um, you can you can send a, s- a small sample uh to 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 your brain and just man the stuff you stuff you can experience in ketamine again can be very fun, and that's where you feel like you're tuning into a different level. Yeah. As well, like um, not something I would completely hundred percent agree on, as right, uh, as okay. you said. Uh, my the things the things that I like best can be grown from earth. You know, it's the likes of beer. Yeah, grows uh, from the ground is good. Uh, I I like the like uh, a beer. Um, I like cannabis and then, and the likes of magic mushrooms and stuff like that. There. They are your your go to. My go to, uh, which I would use all in in moderation and mm. you know what I mean. I never ever try try abuse. Um, you said the benefits you get are just you know fine, so so beneficial to you. That that's it, man. And to your 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 life as well. Well, yeah. from what you're saying, but not just you, because there was a guy, man. We were chatting about the the mushrooms and how it like you know can rewire or rewire re rewire your brain or whatever like little things that go on there. He was on Paul Paul Stamen's his name. He was on Joe Rogan podcast, and he has like dedicated his life to mushrooms as well. He actually wears a little mushroom hat. He's made from mushrooms, but he was telling Joe Rogan about the first time he experienced like a trip taking mushrooms and uh he goes on about his mad trip that you know he was in the middle of a storm the storm hit and he climbed up a tree and got hit by lightning and at the time he was suffering really bad from a stutter like really bad um oh, i think i heard of this fella yeah he's fascinating man um uh and he gets hit by lightning and well in his trip or whatever and holding on to this tree and there's wind and and he just starts telling himself you know that he's to stop stuttering and you will stop stuttering and all this kind of stuff in his head and you know, and climb down the tree and whatever else, and you know the trip ended, and he 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 never ever started again, man. 
after it. Never Amazing. ever stuttered again. I've heard of this man. I that's that is something I, I have heard of. I never knew his name. What, what? Paul, Paul Stamens, S T A M E N T S. I've heard of that there man before. Apparently it's um a man that stopped stop himself stuttering using using uh, psychedelic mushrooms. Yeah, man. And um, that and that that's that's where <laughs> I'm kinda linking back into work. Connecting parts of your brain that don't usually connect mm. and over and being able to use the different side of your brain to overcome something they can't overcome. You know what I mean? Yeah. Except, uh, exactly as I said, when 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 I would take them, being able to accept myself and 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 whatever issues I had, being able to deal with them and just and just know that it was only a temporary thing. Like, mm. you know, I I was I always felt good insight and a good reach reach for future. Whenever I I take shrooms, like I can't I can't wait to see what's coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. A real good emphasis for life. Yeah. Um. A lot of people would take um psychedelic mushrooms. Would take even just one trip, man. Could could um could change could change someone's life. For uh, good uh, or for bad. <laughs> for good, for good or or for bad. But don't get me wrong, man. I I've, know. I'm just. <laughs> well, man. This no. Well, to to be fair, like you do have to look at. There is certain people that have have taken a psychedelic drug, acid. People that have like, have gone to like psychotic or psychosis mm. from taking these yeah. certain types of drugs. Just doesn't suit some people. Exactly, man. And and that is and that is that is the rate. Some drugs suit. Some people, some people deserve, not deserve, or shouldn't take any drugs at all. Mm. And some people shouldn't drink. Some people are able to drink and suits drinking. You know what I mean? Just certain things cert- suit certain people. Like yeah, yeah. But um, you heard of people taking um, the likes of psychedelic mushrooms in controlled therapy groups to deal with uh, the likes of depression. Uh, right. And, and even after a single dose, man, sh- showing huge, huge, huge uh, improvements. Yeah. As in, like, they're, they're, almost, they're able to accept whatever's going on in their life while mm. they're in that their state. People with uh, PTSD. Yes, I've heard uh, that. Yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it was used extensively to treat PTSD. Yeah, soldiers and, especially. And, 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 and it works. And they might need a f- maybe one or two sessions or maybe three. Very rare is a long session because you can't. You have to let those receptors and and all that energy in your brain build back up again. You can't go and do it one week and then go and do it the next week. Mm. I would take man almost like a month between trips. I would never take more than two trips a year. Like yeah, okay, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and maybe sometimes what I would do is if I froze a wee bit and someone wanted to, I'd said someone or you know, maybe let's say they're way off work in a different country, but they'll come back at a certain time. They wanted to try a trip. I would have mushrooms frozen and saved for them, and if they wanted to come back and do it, I'd sit with them by all means and go and have a trip with them oh, right. and have yeah. a fantastic time. Like deadly, um, good way to uh, do it. Uh, and another thing that people would use it f- uh, for was dealing with anxiety, coming o- overcoming anxiety issues, and also addiction uh, addiction issues. Right. People have, have weaned themselves off heroin using magic mushrooms and control therapy groups. Yeah. You man. know what I mean? Being able to look back at yourself a different perspective and tell yourself in that state of mind when you're so pure and so, you know what I mean? Just you're... you're connected with yourself. Connected mm. with yourself. Being able to say, no, no, you really have to stop this. Whereas when you're in your own normal state, you're you're affected by the drug. It makes yeah. it, it helps you step out from yourself. Like yeah, take a step back and exactly. reflect. Like um, and alcohol addictions and all that there. Like a lot of it's shown. Like one, one or two sessions, man, is, is, all, is, is all it takes. Like yeah, there's plenty of papers now that are that are saying the benefits of um, psychedelics uh, for certain people. Like you said, for them kind of um, conditions, um, that they can't deny the evidence now, and the scientists now are really starting to kind of well, back back it up. Man, they 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 were looking into into psychedelics. 
um, just for the First World War. Uh, and they'd, they had started to research it and, and use the, the materials and the drugs that they were finding. But what happened then was the First World War and all the money went to, to the World Wars. Uh-huh. And it never, it, they never ever turned their attention back to it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And like, as I said, I think if, I think if we had, had brought that program back up again and done a wee more research for it and found out that it could suit a certain well, it, it, a certain amount of people like it is it's happening there is it's 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 it's, 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 it's being I mean? um, funded and stuff man now in a, in a big way yeah uh, so, uh, another another thing that another drug that a lot of people would use and it's used a lot in therapy as well not your conventional therapy like you know what I mean mm. uh, private therapy uh, would be uh, the, the use of uh, MDMA yeah PTSD uh, I've heard before yeah so a lot again treated with PTSD no, not addiction because again it, people get addicted to it because mm. it's 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 not necessarily like what's the dopamine isn't it no it's a dopamine yeah it deals with dopamine centers but you can still take the drug and receive hits you just have to take larger amounts it leads to overdose which oh, is fuck. which is again this is another drug that you can get someone addicted to yeah. but uh, again with anxiety issues and social um, so, uh, just sort so, uh, of social kind of behaviors someone someone might be going through um you know drug drugs of uh, therapy on that their drug has mm. proven very very helpful very very useful yeah the person has had it come off a different experience but n- knowing that the person's not going to go down the street and try score some fucking mdma well, like said they're in a control environment they're in a control in environment in a center with uh, with medical professionals Ex- around them exactly you know supporting them through it uh, and another another uh drug which isn't a drug uh, is the likes of meditation. I heard of okay. people. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's uh, a drug. Uh, not a drug, but you. It's a drug in a ways, and you put yourself in a different state. Yeah. People enjoy man. Do you want to go keep doing it? People going into enjoy different states. People use alcohol. People use cigarettes. People use cannabis. Mm. Cocaine, heroin, whatever it is, people love. And it's proven through history, man. We always love to alter our state of mind. Yeah. We just use it in different in different ways that that we choose or acceptable to our society. Right. Essentially, yeah. you know, yeah. look at Portugal. Portugal does not no drug. There's no illegal drugs in Portugal. Every drug is not as as in it's it's. It's legalized. It's legalized. It's not. It's legalized, and people aren't prosecuted for it. If they're caught with it, it's probably taken off them. Like. Right. But, okay. But they're not prosecuted for it. The reason being is because you've heard of uh, some of them had a rough past, had a drug addiction, got off it, and been very su- like as in he had the potential to be very successful. What he was labelled from the get go, hmm. so they used all the money for the war on drugs to go into rehabilitation and centres and stuff. And addiction rates had dropped, overdose rates had dropped. Wow. Uh, organised crime had dropped. Of because, course, yeah. You know what I mean? Because it was it was now legal. exactly man. Uh, and yeah, um, right. And, uh, it's proven hugely, hugely successful in Portugal, and that, I think that's the way it should be. In 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 in, in anyone in the world, everyone has a choice to put whatever they want into their body. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Everyone has a choice. If you want to take a certain vitamin, if you want to take certain uh, additives in your water, if you want to eat a certain way, if you want to take a certain a uh, drug, like why is alcohol? So accepted when alcohol is is probably one of the worst. Drugs. Probably one of the worst, man. It's so much alcoholism all over the world. Death rates and death rates. Damage it does exactly to families man. and exactly man. people and yeah, man. Um, not saying that you could you can go and take all these drugs around kids and and families and stuff like it there. Mm. Um, but you know to have to have that acceptable there. settings. Ex- acceptable settings in exa- exactly in, in, in acceptable but, um, environments. Yeah. Back to the back to the like um me- meditation. I I I'd, I'd watched the Vice documentary and it was full of. It was almost like sem- uh, sensory de- deprivation. 
Oh, the tanks, is it? No. Well, yeah, tanks. That's one way to do it, but uh, a lot of it would have been in medit in like the monks when monks would have meditated. Oh, okay, it might, okay. It might have looked like that they're just sitting there and thing, but in their head, man, they could be anywhere in the world, man. They could be out astral. They could they could be astral projecting on the spot and being anywhere in the world that they wanted to be. Class. But to us, they look like they're just sitting. But to get into that, their Zen state and that state of mind, and been able to like almost been able to put yourself in that state of mind. Mm. And it's a natural drug, and it's proven again very, very healthy for you, very, very uh, therapeutic. Mm. You can help to deal with yourself with a lot of things. Uh, it's something I don't do. I would love to man to get the time and the effort and energy to go and do it. It's just getting the habit of doing it as the well. Habit and being able to have a quiet household and stuff to do it as mm. well. Like you know that's what I mean? It. Yeah. Um. But uh, that that's a man. Just like a well, the the well-being aspect of it. Mm. Having that, having that moment of disengagement of. Yeah. Let's let's sit down here and have a have a think about myself. Yeah, a moment of clarity. A too, moment man. of clarity, man, and mm. just and just wellness. Yeah, well, yeah th- isn't there your chakras coming to that too, man? For exactly. meditation, you yeah. have to have all oh, your chakras need to be like aligned and clear and all kind of yeah, stuff. Apparently, like so, like I think your chakra starts off kind of in your pelvis and mm-hmm. then it goes right up to the top of your head and yeah. then you have one more floating above your head. Yeah. Then as well, not there usually. Like you can almost people can feel like they they feel the charge, like they sit in that their state with their legs crossed and their arms and they're, and they're perfectly relaxed and balanced. Mm. There's and different colors too, man. And funny, red and blue. Red is up high for like the high state of enlightenment, and blue is like the bottom. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's funny. Red it's and fu- blue comes up everywhere, man. Well, man. It's funny you say blue, and then when I think when I had my ash projection, everything had a very, very blue hue about it. Like, mm. as in, you know, I felt like I was, I wasn't in my in my body. Like, I felt like I was, I yeah. was, you know, I red, was, bu- red, I was above red pill, myself. blue pill. Yeah, that exactly. Uh, Sirens on the police, red and blue. Mm-hmm. You know, right roses are red, violets are blue. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Arteries and veins, blue and red. <laughs> There's a lot of blue and red. <laughs> there is. It's all over. <laughs> it's all over the place, mate. It is. Um, Brian, what, what, what would you recommend doing for, for, for the next episode? For the next episode? Well, at, well, at the minute, the whole, um, the whole presidential debate's going on. It is. We just actually wa- we watched that last night's so did. Yeah, man. It was It was Trump versus uh, Biden and your man, what you call him, I can't remember think of his name now. The the moderator anyway. It was it no, it wasn't Chris, I can't think of his name now. But yeah, man, I don't know, it was <laughs> questionable. Yeah, well. Your y- man interrupted Trump, I think. Was it f- 40 something times and he interrupted Biden I think 15 or something like that yeah Um. it was a bit yeah Trump against the two of them I kind of felt like at times Um. and then Trump trying to defend and shout over Joe and then Joe trying to <laughs> it was all <laughs> I don't know yeah. like. and, and then you look at like um all the stuff that uh, Biden was trying to do before uh, the request that he put in to have during the election that no other candidate has ever asked to do oh, look. you know what I mean like um, apparently his campaign refused for uh, a search for fucking earpieces and then you have old pictures on Twitter coming out like of little wires one up asleep one in his blazer you know like there's a lot of pictures now going around yeah. of him like with it I'll stop I don't know oh, I pull out I pull out that wee wire oh, um, yeah I don't know that there would be an interesting there's another two to go isn't there yeah there's one um, in October uh, I think it's like the fifth of October or something. I was looking it up because there is three. It's three, three, um, three debates, and I don't know when the third one is. I can't find my phone now. 
wherever it's gone. Um, that'd be interesting. Maybe something to do. I would like to do it. Maybe when all three end. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. When, th- um, when the three, that's three are done. Like a lot, I don't think like, especially us in Ireland, we have a lot of ties with America. Mm. So we do. Uh, but what happens in America pretty much influences the rest of the world. Uh, who's who's yeah. who's in power? And because America is, they are the big global power. Like yeah, they they've got their hands in a lot of lot of lot of places, a lot of e- countries. You exactly. Know? So um, a lot of power. Like I was chatting to a few people there uh, during the b- debate, and I was asking, them, "I was like, oh, are you watching the debate?" And I was like, "No." Nah. And he in or I I'd asked them, "Were you watching?" They're like, "No." Nah. He's like, "Are you?" And I was like, "Man, just, I I watched the bit nearly nearly like most years." Like, mm, no, I mean? it's watched by a lot of people. Yeah, uh, very very interesting because what what happens in America will surely affect the rest of the world. Yeah, definitely. Well, like we like we have um you know Apple's it was like one of the headquarters was here, wasn't it? No, and Google. Yeah. I think Google has its main uh, main headquarters in Dublin. Like there's a lot of tech and a lot of like f- from America that's set up set and up in Ireland. There is, I there's two reasons. They get fuckle tax. Exactly, man. That's <laughs> a wave. Uh, Ireland, Ireland is like a hot spot for for these um these these companies Com- to, to, yeah. to come in and set up their main headquarters and have their main financial kind of uh, transactions going through that their that their um headquarters headquarters. The mm. reason being that Ireland offers a certain percentage tax, which is fuck all. Which is fuck all. Um. We had a big lawsuit there. Massive controversy over um, Apple Owen Ireland. Was it? Th- 14.8 billion? Or something like that. Uh, something mad. What, like 14.8 billion? Was it do? more, man? Was it 30 billion? Oh, I don't think it was 30, man. I think it was, I think it was 14 or 15. That's but what that could do for Ireland would be, uh, you know what I mean? It would put us in a whole different realm. Like, what we could do to our roads, what we could do to our infrastructure, yeah, our would hospitals. It, w- would they use it, though? Fuck, man. You want to hope, like... You know, but apparently, yeah, um, they shut it down. Ireland denied, Ireland yeah, denied it went to court and it was like, okay, no, I don't have to. But do you know, it was overruled, it's going now to the, the European like head something court now, yeah, yeah. So it is Ireland refused to take it, but because we're part of the European Union, they're they're essentially making us fucking take it. And it's going to another court, said so, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. But I, I want to wonder why is Ireland fighting it if it's owed to us? I don't know, maybe you know what I mean? Know, keep, keep on good side of Apple, I know, man. Jesus, I you know, take the fourteen and tell tell Apple to go fuck off. Like, what you could yeah, do well, with fourteen billion you can create so many jobs here in Ireland for fourteen billion. Like, yeah, well, there's I think it's Chad. Trump. Trump's trying to bring everything back into America, man. You know. Yeah. You think he's trying to take all them, all them little fucking companies and things that are set up here back to the states? Do you know? True. Yeah. Self-produce for the. Yeah, you can. And I, I think the man that's the way it should be with most countries, like, mm. sh- uh, and uh, shop local. Um, you know what I mean? Shop local. Look after your community. Look after all your locals. Yeah. And that's the way. And you know, I don't, I don't, uh, disagree with Trump's, Trump's. Um, I can see where he's coming from. I can see exactly where he's coming from. Look after, your, look, look after your own country first. Yeah. That is, that is essentially like you know what I mean. Make sure your people are looked after. Make sure they have healthcare. Make sure they have uh, good food, and it's and everything's affordable to them, like mm. housing, insurance. All a lot of people stuff. would lose their jobs here, though, man, and it would it would probably it impact would. our economy. Yeah, but uh, I said what forty million, man. What we could do for our own economy if we could yeah, put it well, back, and put it back into ourselves, and yeah. stop and stop and stop going abroad, like. I'd like to hope. Well, would th- would that fourteen billion get taxed though itself? Then I don't know, man. 
See, I don't I, know how I, much that will actually or actually get like. But man, regardless, what 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 it would do for us would be insane. Like, yeah, well, we when you when you look at the problem we have with housing and homelessness and healthcare yeah. and insurance and you know roads and uh, local transport, man, what what you could do with that there would which revolutionise Ireland. Like, mm, the grace if they choose to do <sighs> that. If they, <laughs> I would like to hope the European courts fucking make us take it and then. Well, hopefully, well, and, and the dicks that we have in, in, yeah, in politics man, do it. something right about it. Like, can't trust the fuckers, man. Not a hope. <sighs> Not a hope, man. So I was thinking maybe that, or, or do you have any? Do you have any ideas yourself? Maybe um, we might have to invest in a, in a pack of beer and go to and go to our to our friend's dad and. Oh, Maybe. the ancient Egyptian or the ancient civilizations. Yeah, definitely, I, I definitely. find I find uh, the pyramids and the whole um, sphinx and just the whole history of Egypt very very same, interesting. Same man. Uh, I think that'd be a very very fun one to do. Yeah, so and there'd be um, a lot of learning too, man. Exactly, I think we could man. learn so much from this guy. Yep, I think that'd be very very fun to do. Yeah, man. Well, I think we've fucking hit a lot of topics there, lad. Well, we M- Mick, Mickey especially. Mickey was the main boy for that episode there. Um, thanks very much, Michael. Fucking full of information there. Jesus. It's, uh, it's spicy, Mike, to you. Uh, oh, sorry, man. What did I say? <laughs> Michael. Oh. Michal. Oh, Michal. You have so many names, Mickey. Mick. Oh. Mick, 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 Mick the Brick. I'm sticking this to Spicy Mike for the rest of his. Spicy Mike. Place yeah. of Dave. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, cheers. Thanks very much, man. And thank you, listeners, one and all, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Shout out to Ellen. Shout out to Maddie Swags. Shout out to all the boys and girls that's listening. That's in. it. And did a whole lot. Thanks for listening. Um, again, any suggestions? You know where to find Dave. Um, we are we are hoping. Uh, as I said uh, we said this now. So true. So many episodes. Eventually, <laughs> we're eventually, we are we're gonna cover the name and we're gonna put all these into a separate podcast and we'll let you know where to find us. Yes, and, uh, and, and we'll set up some kind of page. So is we can get a wee bit of feedback from us because essentially that that's that's what we're looking for. Looking for you to to maybe have have thought about something and wanted us yeah, to delve can, into it, or yeah. maybe talk about it, or maybe maybe uh, expand on a topic that we've touched on before. Yeah, or help us improve the experience for you guys. Exactly, man. You, uh, are, you know, this is experience for you guys we're, listening. We're 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 we we're, we're in this just for fun. Yeah, oh yeah, we're me, learning as we go too. Me, just me, me, me and Dave have these talks just regularly, sitting on the sofa having a cup of tea like mm. um, so it's just nice and, and people you know pe- people have always expressed interest in them so mm. we, d- we just want to share sh- share our opinions share share our knowledge which is that's it a bit of crack man a bit of crack yes a bit of crack so, so yeah that does it for this episode man we are like just just cost one two hours so yeah man these Fantastic. episodes seem to be over like two hours average man yeah that's well that's well it seems to be good in a way we've c- content to t- chat about I suppose good yeah uh, again if, if they're too long too long if yeah. they're too long yeah. let, let, let us know well, we, we 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 can condense it down and maybe push out more episodes mm. um, instead of instead of short uh, less episodes longer hours. But man, sometimes you just get too carried away. That's it. Do you sure. know what I mean? No it's harm done. No harm done. <laughs> right, guys. Thanks very much for listening, and we will chat to you in the next one. Bye. 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 Bye.